1: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motor hits, geek bloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right.
2: All right.
3: All right. Welcome everybody, it is Wednesday, February 8th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. We're on the air today from 3 to 6, normal show here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the land, you know it better as the big X, Mike Rutherford here with Trevor, Kelsey, TK, rocking the Eagles jersey, looking good, feeling not great. Hanging in there. How are you, TK? Uh, I mean, can't wait to get this. Can't wait can't, for the next three can't, hours. Can't wait
0: for Sunday to get, get this bad taste out of my mouth. What's probably going to be an even worse taste out of my mouth on Saturday. but
3: We may spend the last two hours of today's show just talking Super Bowl. We, we may just move on. I, I was planning on doing it like Thursday, Friday anyway because, my God, are we going to preview the Miami game for on Friday no, for three hours? No, I'm not. I'd be a quick preview. No, but fire me. I'm not talking about it. We will talk about the Super Bowl <laughs> a lot the next two days. We may talk about it. A lot today. Here's how I'm going to start today's show. I'm talking about pitchers and catchers reporting before I'm talking about Miami game. I think that all of us are. It's a natural human being thing for for most of us to be overly critical about ourselves, right? Yeah. You, know, you, we, we, you and I both talk. We don't like the sound of our voice. You know, we kind of you just you're unnecessarily critical of yourself. It's it's a natural thing. So I'll start today's show. One thing that I, I've always liked about myself, I think that I'm good in for lack of a better term, like crisis situations. When things get bad, I'm good. Like, I, I kind of keep my head. I think I'm good at making the most of the situation by telling like, a lighthearted joke. I will make the best of a bad situation. It's one of the few things that I like about myself. This can apply to sports. Like, I, I, if you've followed me online, on, on the website, on radio, on social media for any part of the last god 15 years you've probably seen like i like to handle things i I like to keep it light there's a time for for levity there's a time to to talk about things in big picture terms to get serious but in the heat of the moment when things are going poorly thank you i'll talk about it i'll (laughs) like to make a little bit of a joke mixed in right yeah i I use humor as a a defense mechanism sure absolutely I i mean and we've God knows we've had plenty of practice in recent years. No, yeah, yeah I mean, look at stripper me, scandals, uh, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, that, you I'm talking more, more sports related, but but also <laughs> in personal life, too. That, that's fine. But stripper scandals, football team not performing up to par, Petrino coming back, like all, all this stuff. It, it has required some serious conversations, but also some jokes mixed in to try and keep it light. Last night during the loss to pit, which would eventually become a thirty four point drubbing, I came to the the realization. I'm out of jokes. I'm done. Like That defense mechanism is, is down. It's been shattered. And I've been doing the best that I can for most of this year to try and – If you Look, people know where I stand. You've read it on the website. You've heard it on the podcast. You've heard it on the radio show. You've heard it wherever. You know how I feel about this. It sucks. It's terrible. It's like the worst thing of all time. There's no defending it in my eyes. It's. It has been a miserable, miserable first year under Kenny Payne. As bad as it could possibly, worse than we could have possibly imagined. But I have tried to keep it as light as possible when the situation has called for it. Last night during the game, I was like, I've got nothing. I, I, I've I, got no jokes I, I, left. I'm with you. I tweeted. This, you did? You were so <laughs> upset that you tweeted. I did like your, speaking of making jokes though, I did like your use of the, 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 the Waterboy film <laughs> <watch>. it, it <laughs> Drop perf- the ball, pick it up. <laughs> it was perfect for that for that situation. I, I watched it, and I laughed. I was like, that's well done, TK. That's what I wish I could have done last night. I tried the best I could, but I'm just sitting there in the second half like, I can't believe what I'm watching. Like, you'd think that after four months of this, we'd all be conditioned. We'd all be, you know, just, but it, it was a, in every sense of the phrase for me last night, it was a new low. Not just the fact that we have, you know, in a literal sense, reached a new low. 21 losses for the first time in the history of the program. Still at least eight games to play with the conference tournament, which is just... I mean, we've, we have a month left of the season. Can we lose 30? We're going to lose 30 games, aren't we? Can we lose 30? We can't. Mathematically, we cannot. Oh. We can lose 29. We cannot lose unless we take accept an invite to the CBI or the CIT or whichever one of those tournaments is still in existence because we, we're not making the NIT, <laughs> but maybe we could. They didn't seriously invite us at 3
0: of 29.
3: They might. They, they, I mean, they might bring a decent – I mean, they might just get some some TV ratings, I guess. If you but. see the teams that accept invites to that thing, I think we would – if we were interested, I think we would probably receive an invite. Uh, I don't think there's any going to be any interest from Kenny Payne and company. So 29 is now the new yeah, – Don't want to lose that 30. Or do we? 29 – we don't. <laughs> 29 is the new floor. But just the way in which it happened last night, you and I, if you listened to yesterday's show, we didn't try to hide the fact that we thought last night was going to be bad. There was a looming sense of doom, I think, with people talking about we've been playing better the last couple of weeks and me looking at the schedule and realizing, oh, maybe that's true, but we've also been playing four of the worst teams back-to-back-to-back-to-back that we've seen since we joined the ACC in 2014-15. The first four consecutive games that Louisville basketball has ever played against teams with overall losing records. And the step up in competition isn't a light one. It is a steep one with Pittsburgh, Miami, Virginia, Clemson, Virginia again at Duke all on the horizon. And I think you and I were kind of worried, like all of the positive talk that's out there about this teams, they're showing signs of progress. They're not quitting. They're still playing hard. We worried about how that was going to translate into a much, much tougher run on the schedule. And last night, the first test was a, a miserable failure. From really, the first you know, they played well for the first segment and a half. From that point well, forward, that's what they do, though. They give you, they give
0: you maybe a segment two, possibly sometimes three. This last night, they gave us the first what five minutes of the game, six minutes of it, not even that much. I don't think.
3: Yeah, it was about I think the first six minutes, six and a half, seven. Minutes. Yeah,
0: and then from there on, it was just like who gives a bleep.
3: I liked. They and, didn't give. Why should I? Eric Crawford's line was, you know, the announcers were talking at the, in the first segment about how, you know, this doesn't look like a, a three and 20 team. And he's like, by the end of the game, they were wondering how they could possibly have won three games.
0: There was one offensive span for like, or U of L's offensive possession, which, I mean, I'm playing very fast and loose with the term offensive possession. but Offended me. I mean, uh, 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 the, the announcers, I mean, they were just dead quiet. I don't have anything to say. Because what were you going to say? Withers dribble three steps in, stop, pass to the guy on a perim- past LS perimeter, three steps dribble in, stop, back out, pass to the past withers on the
3: perimeter. I mean, it, it was one of them, Mayor, just inside baseball, Mayor may or may not have sent me a message after the game saying, I feel so bad for you guys, you don't <laughs> deserve that problem. I mean, that's, we're getting petty and poor, getting <laughs> I also feel, I was like, I feel bad. It was from Capel, by the way. You back. To I was like, I feel bad for you because you're on the call again on Saturday night against Miami. So God love you. Bring, a, bring, a, bring like a, a puzzle book or
0: something. That's what, that's what I would tell an announcers doing our game. Br- bring like one of those. Bring one of, what's the uh, the numbers with the, the Japanese number book. Sudoku.
3: Yeah, bring one of those. Bring a crossword. Bring something. They weren't even at the game last night. <laughs> they were doing remotely. They they, they, were, they were both Probably at their right. homes, and I still felt bad for them. I'm like, this This still sucks. I felt bad for Virginia and NC State fans. I did too. They're, I'm like, just
0: go to the – they're like, we got to get – they're going to review in like two minutes. I'm like,
3: just, just stop it. Teddy was trying to make it bleed as much as possible. He was just – the entire game. Yeah, I got Virginia fans tweeting at me like, oh, my God, get this over with. I'm like, we agree. We're yeah. right there with you. Send you the
0: coverage. I, I really – if you can take this off my TV, I don't have – because if it's on, I'm going to watch it. God help me! I'm going to watch I know.
3: it. That's, that's 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 who we are. And I
0: mean, I did flip over to a little bit to the IU Rutgers game to see the kind of how that was ending, and then when I noticed IU had it pulled away, I was like,
3: okay, well, back to this train wreck of a
0: disaster.
3: So Louisville loses by 34. It's the 15th largest margin of defeat in program history, uh, 91 to 57. It's the most points the Cards have given up this year. It's also, I mean, every single game, I feel like we're hearing. It's the most points they've scored in a half. We heard it from Florida State on uh, on Saturday. We almost didn't outscore their first half. We finished with almost as many shots that got blocked as we did made shots. We made 16 field goals. We had 13 shots get blocked. We had we finished with 54 points? Uh, 57. 57. They had 47 at halftime. They had 47 at halftime. They also made more three-pointers than we made shots, period. Oh, I knew. they. they had, at halftime, they had more threes than we did twos. I knew that. Well, they, not just twos. They had more just threes than jerk. we had made twos and threes combined. <laughs> We made 16 shots. We were 16 of 58 from the field, 27.6%, which is just incredible. They uh, were putting walk-ons. And they made, they made 17 threes. Walk-ons were coming with four minutes, over four minutes playing play in the game. We also we made 16 shots, so we were 10 of 27 from three. We were 16 of 58 from the field. I don't know how—this uh, is not a math-centric show, but if you add that up, <laughs> that is 6 of 31 from two-point, from shots inside the arc. That's— Almost impossibly bad. I don't even know if I could miss that twenty that many shots on purpose. They went seventeen of thirty one from three, and, and the last four of those misses were all in garbage time with walk ons just trying to. to vote. Yeah, the, the the Oakland Zoo, the Pitt student section started chanting for uh, Aiden Fish. their I they were chanting, we want Zan. <laughs> so I don't know well, they'd already gotten Zan at that point. I, I
0: think it was like with five
3: or six minutes, I was like, are they
0: chanting for Zan? There were six minutes left in the game. <laughs> they
3: started chanting for Aiden Fish, the walk-on who like never plays. I'm like, I, I look at the clock. I'm like, we still have six and a half minutes left and they're doing this thing. They, and then Jeff Capel did a wholesale change before the last TV yeah. timeout. He put in all the walk-ons. It's he saved Fish for last. It was all, it was, it was embarrassing is the word. It I mean, was,
0: he, he could have just looked up at the, 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 the zoo. That's what they call themselves, right? Oakland it, Zoo, yeah. It was, it was, yeah.
3: He just looked up, and I'm like, all right, let's do a raffle.
0: Which student wants to go in the game? he just scored. I was waiting for them to put in,
3: like, a make-a-wish kid. I like, like, like this, is, this is— Here comes J-Mac dropping 20 on us. This. this is your chance. <laughs> uh, Louisville, yeah, made six two-point field goals, according to Kelly Dickey. It's just the fourth time in the past 75 years that Louisville has made fewer than seven two-point shots in a game.
0: 75, that that takes us back to the 40s again. Back, yeah, well— That's, I tell you what, when, it, when this season's all said and done, there's not one record from the 40s that will ever be held again.
3: Pittsburgh, the first team to beat Louisville, making 17 or more three point field goals. It had happened twice before, and we won, or three times before, and we'd, yes. we'd won all those games. I didn't see that stat yet. Though. One but, of them was the famous uh, West, Virginia. West Virginia game in the Elite yeah. Eight, another one was in one of the million overtime games that we played against. Uh, Notre Dame, I back had, in 06. And the other was Rutgers. Virginia Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech. I, I, I was talking to IU. Back in 2017, because that was at the time where we just didn't lose to Virginia Tech. And, and now we do. We still have scored those, two, those three teams. Yeah, we won. Yeah, we won those games. Pitt also, the first team to beat Louisville twice in a season by 20 points or more since Western Kentucky did it back in 1947-48.
0: Well, screw you, Western. You're one of our three wins. You, no, you can't chest bump now. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> i'm telling you we're gonna get every coach fired that we beat pastor gone yeah <laughs> florida and coach probably gone <laughs> we knew <Stansberry, laughs> i don't know how the health concerns factor into all this but it, if uh, all Us things are equal can't help. <laughs> if all things are equal i feel like he might be gone so we, we every coach that we beat this year may wind up getting fired it, it was Including just kenny <laughs> kenny after the game you know kenny Payne's. He, he's talking and he's it was basically the same thing that we've heard. He oh, he says in the second sentence, "I take full blame," and then spends the rest of the time talking about how the players just don't get his message and all this stuff. And what he's just—he's going down
0: the list of ways to do. It. He tried. He tried blaming some players. He tried using the, you know, the conditioning. He tried using the culture. Now he's he, none of this is working. So now he's going to the, the I'm
3: going to blame myself thing. I mean, here's it, what here, here's like. what I don't like about last night's thing because the the points that he he makes are valid, but they also don't explain how we got here. Like, last night, he's talking about there was that little skirmish in the second half between Frederico, Frederico, and Mike James, where, you know, Fr- Frederico kind of tosses him down. James gets up and gets in his face a little bit, um, th- th- he, and he's talking about, Kenny Payne is, the pit guys were all, you know, they're ready to go. They're all together. They're ready to fight, and, and our guys, not ready for that fight. They kind of wilted. They didn't look like they were they're ready, and that's what's wrong with, with us, and I was like, Okay, I get the point that you're trying to make. We're also down thirty at that point. Like having that mentality, <laughs> like if we had started an all-out brawl with Pitt in that moment and like beating their players up we're still going to lose the game by 35 points.
0: Yes, but we wouldn't have had to sit there for another 45 minutes.
3: We wouldn't have, so maybe now, that would have been— somewhat
0: really hoping Mike James was taking the swing up just for that fact.
3: Just every—and this has been something that we've talked about consistently on the show. I feel like we're just doing the same show now over and over and over, but that's what—we wish we didn't have to. I'd love to have a reason not to do it, but one of the common complaints here has been, you know, after these games, after these, these record-setting losses, which certainly includes last night, we saw like 17 different records— all you get from pain are these sort of broad generalities. These, you know, we got to be tougher. We have to understand what playing for Louisville means. I tried to get them ready. I know Pitt's going to be a physical team. I told them they had to get ready for the fight, and they weren't ready for the fight. And none of that really explains how you get beaten as badly as you did. Like, it's not just a mentality thing. Like, really break it down. Like, tell us what we didn't do X's and O's wise. Because, because, Guess what? They're a team that lit us up from three the first time we played them. And they lit us up from three again because it seemed like guys were just consistently out of position. Tell us how you're going to fix that. Tell us what your plan is for making sure that, I mean, the rest of the season now is, like, the time for that argument is, is is a month and a half past. But tell us your plan for making sure that 12 months from now, we're not sitting here talking about the same bleep. Like, like Let us know how you're going to fix this because all we hear is these guys don't get it. They, they just don't get it. And then we go out and we get our asses kicked again. And then these guys just don't get it. I try to get them. I try to get them right for this game. Then don't play them. You want me to answer it for Kenny? Yes.
0: He, he, I, thank you for the question, Mister Rutherford. Here's the thing: it'll be better once I get players in here to know how to do it because I can't teach them how to do it. I don't know how to do it. How am I supposed to show them? I don't know what to tell them. I'm just tell, I'm telling them to roll the ball out there and go out and play offense. I don't know anything. What? Why would I'm I know? Not X to know? offense either. I, I don't have any guys' names with X in it. Who 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 am I supposed to teach an X and O, I, Joes and pros? I I don't know. I, I need we need better. Once we get better players here, people, then that know how to, to play the game. That don't need as much coaching and teaching. Then we'll be better. Trust me. We're not going to actually beat anybody. We're not. We're supposed to because
3: I'll get out coached. But we'll we'll be better. And are that you, that's the big fear right now, right? Is that I mean that, that's I mean just getting players who are better. No. Obviously, it matters in that if we had much, much more talent, you would not expect this team to have three wins. But does it matter enough for us to be nationally relevant? And my concern right now is what you just said, that it doesn't. No.
0: I said that. I said this beginning of the year. This was one of the things I was kind of actually, I don't want to say happy that we didn't get a, you know, a ton of talent in this team because obviously I won it. But when we went into this season with the roster we had and what we knew we saw and what we figured we were going to have on the court, but this is a great barometer to see how well an actual coach Kenny Payne is. Because if you go in there and you get him, you know, the 2010 UK team, Cal's first year. I mean, how much can you really learn as a coach? I mean, obviously, you didn't need that from Cal because you knew who Cal was at that point. But uh-huh. the thing is, you just, you're just not going to learn anything. I mean, it's you're going to, I mean, I would like to think that we would have won, you know, 10 more games because we had more talent and. Linscom and, and, and Bellerman, but then again, we had more talent in those teams already, and we still didn't beat them. Uh, I mean, and I got in a debate with this with TJ last night and, and about the talent level of this team. I, I get this team is not the most talented team, but love of God, Earl Grant is an average coach at best, and he has 11 wins with Boston College, 11, and that includes losses to Maine and New Hampshire. I, if you can't an average, just barely competent coach should have 10 wins with this team. No doubt, no. There's you can't. You good luck
3: arguing with me about it because I'm not going to listen to it. The talent level, you can say both things can be true. We know the talent level isn't where it should be. No, it also is not three and at 21. a three and twenty one no, level. Getting
0: beat by thirty points on a regular day by day basis
3: and being in the conversation for being the worst power conference team of all time. No. Like like that's just it, it can't happen. I wonder now, like because the big question for weeks has been what do they do in the offseason with the transfer portal? Like, who, who can you bring in? I now am starting to wonder. It's gotten so bad, and it looks like it's, there are no signs that it's going to get better in the, this last month. Can you possibly, forget just keeping Kenny Payne, can you go into next season with this same coaching staff? No. I don't think you can. No, you can't. Because I'm, I'm no. going to tell you right now, and you can believe this or not, but, but the word around the ACC, the word around the ACC, and this is coming from multiple people who would know, the chirping is that Louisville is a coaching staff that has some recruiters and no X's and O's guys.
0: So they just, and we
3: look like that. What what was the
0: old joke on Cal? You just roll the ball out there and play? I mean, is that, that this coaching staff is wanting to do?
3: And it doesn't work when you've got this level of talent. No. And we're and we're you, seeing that. No. So I think that you've got to – I don't know who's I'm – not, I'm not calling for anybody's head. I do think you need a staff change, and I think you need to go out – Remember last year when everybody was clamoring for a John Beeline or John Beeline-type figure? I want a Beeline's head coach. Of course you want John Beeline. I I mean, Beeline is is a fantastic—you're not going to get him. I know. But you need somebody who's within shouting distance of that. And I think Danny Manning was supposed to be that this year. For whatever reason, you can talk about what he did as a head coach or, you know, maybe his heart's not in it here. It's not working. Yeah, It's just not working. And, And anybody can see that. And I don't see how you can go into year two, and it may be just to use the, the cliche, it may just be reorganizing chairs in the Titanic. But I don't see how you can go into year two with the exact same staff and the exact same game plan and just a different roster and expect it to be enough different to where we feel like the program is going in the right direction. I, mean, I think no, you're going to have to make a change. You, no one's going when I would keep. I, I mean, I think, that that's, I think you're probably the majority
0: there. I mean, I just, Manning can go, I mean, how many times when we were talking about Kenny Payne in the scenario and we were breaking it down in all different directions, hypothetically and yada, yada, and we we brought up, you know, the, the one example of ex you know, player returning, no experience was the Juwan Howard. And I would not without, you know, before you could hesitate, I would say, well, you have Bill Martelli next to him. Right. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, you don't have, and Danny Manning's not Bill Martelli. I mean, Kenny Payne is a, supposed, a quote unquote great guy. That's nice. So it was Crackthorpe. You know, he's, he's a nice dude. He's a great at great building relationships. That's awesome. But if you're going to be that kind of guy not being like you've got to have X and O. Well, a coach who I am can argue is, is the greatest of all time, but people love him in, in the NBA and Phil Jackson, not an X and O guy. What does he have next to him? He's got a guy like Tex Winter, one of the greatest defensive X and O guys you, you can ever meet in this game next to him. We've been in the triangle offense. He has those guys next to him because that's, he's a people, he's, he's more of a chemistry guy. If you're going to be that guy, Ken, that's fine, but you got to have a veteran next to him. Is Larry Brown available still? I mean, let's bring him in.
3: He's still in Memphis.
0: Well, bring him up. You need something. Because guess what? Because Anthony Hardaway
3: realized it and he brought in Larry, Larry freaking Brown. Yeah, and when they took him off. The, he's not a full time assistant anymore, and they are probably going to miss the NCAA tournament.
0: It's... And he was with them full time last
3: year, and what'd they do? Yeah, made the NCAA tournament. Okay. Made a nice little late run. Should have probably beat Gonzaga in the second round. Had a chance to beat Gonzaga. They are not playing great right now. I mean, I don't... I, I was never fan of Trent Johnson, but clearly he was a lot more helpful to the pageant
0: than, than Manning is. Trent Johnson could help us. I, I mean, mean, Greg
3: Paulus is now a head coach. He could have helped
0: us. I mean, and, and Manning, I didn't think was a horrible head coaching stint. I mean... It wasn't great. His best run, he kind of fell ass backwards in getting John Collins. And, and that was still a first four team. Yeah, and then Collins left after his sophomore year. Uh, so, I mean, but yeah, I think, so I don't think he's horrible. I just think he, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he wants to, I don't, I don't mean, I can't speak for him, but I will. I don't mean, he just doesn't want to be here and he's just not giving it his all. And, or if he is, he's falling drastically short of the expectations.
3: I mean, you gotta remember like Manning has basically been a head coach for the last 13, 14 years, give or take. Yeah, like last year he was an assistant stuff, for all, like, yeah. for, he was an assistant for a month last year. And then became the back to the full-time head coach at Maryland. And maybe he just, like, it, it's an adjustment he doesn't want to make. Maybe he got here and he's like, it'll be exciting. And then he realized, like, taking orders is not, not cool. I want to go back to being a head coach. Now, the best way to make that happen is to to kill it at Louisville and then, you know, parlay that into a low-mid-major job and see if you can work yourself back up the ladder. And that's not happening right now. I mean, but. maybe he's
0: being a yes-man to Kenny, and Kenny's not, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kenny's ignoring it. The point is, it's not working. But yeah, something exactly. It's regardless, something is not working, and we're not advocating, and, and regardless, we've finished 3-29, I think, I know my stance stays true, and I'm sure yours is that we're not probably going to get rid of Kenny after one year anyway, but you got to make a change. And I'm not a fan of, you asked me, I thought about this after the show, when you asked me about my, 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 some of the Vince things, one of them was his stepping the bounds and telling Mac to fire his assistance, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. You can add that to the list. But in this case, I don't think her needs to step in. I think Kenny needs to to realize that there there needs to be something done. If he can't realize it, then let's just get the second year over with, for God's sakes, and move on. Because it's going to be over after two years.
3: That last point, I think, is where you talk about the apathy that's setting in with a lot of fans. I I think it's still more anger than it is apathy. But there are a lot of fans that are – of the mindset that you just just said, where it's, I realize that we're not going to get rid of him after this year. I don't think it's going to get any better. I think next year is going to be another slog. I'm just trying to get through these next two years, <laughs> and that's it's such a sad mentality to have. And so bad. there's a, I, there's also a fear out there that let's say we land a couple of fairly highly touted 2024 kids. Let's say we get Trenton Flowers. Let's say, which I, I think is still a, an uphill battle, but let's say we get somebody, a couple of guys of his caliber. And then next year, we win like twelve or thirteen games. People are like it's getting better, and we got better players coming. And then it's just like, ah. we're sitting here having the same arguments next year. We're just pe- spinning our wheels. We're our hamster on a-, on a wheel. I just never thought it would be this bad. I thought it would be- people thought I was an alarmist for saying that I didn't think I thought there was a chance we wouldn't be as good as we were last year. And even my alarmist self, never in a million years. No. Thought we'd be sitting here talking about being three and twenty one. I did. I wouldn't have put five hundred dollars on it. Oh, God, did, they, did Eastern Michigan end up winning last night? I don't
0: night? care. I don't know. <laughs> We're not winning another game anyway. So why should I give a bleep of
3: EMU one? It's an insurmountable six uh, three game lead already. Yeah,
0: it's over. It's it's uh,
3: yeah. It's my they goal. lost. They lost. By the way, they are they are ex- so we are three 0 one on Ken Palm. Eastern Michigan is three 0 two. They're exactly one spot behind. How are they behind us? They lost uh, one hundred two to ninety seven last night. I mean, are we winning? How many more games are we actually winning if we play in the in the MAC?
0: Um, one. I think probably a couple. Really? Because I mean, it, tell me what? How would you even think that? We we we've lost we've lost by
3: double digits to two to multiple teams this year that I that we were just as talented or better than. Yeah, but those are teams like in the 150s and on Kent Palm and stuff. Like Western Michigan's 310 in the MAC. They still got to play Eastern Michigan. Like there's some there's some really really bad teams in the MAC. We have like FAMU level teams that are in the MAC. I think we could. <laughs> I think we'd win a couple of those games. Win them by six. What would our record be in the MAC? Probably not a winning record, but I think we would have more than than one conference win. God, I, <laughs> say I hope so. You say that so confidently, as well. That's the best part. <laughs> it's not a it's not a discussion I like happening. It's not a place that I like taking my what mind to. What if we played independent? This is not the typical <laughs> February level basketball conversation that I'm used to having. Is
0: there a conference in, in 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 the world of college basketball that we would have a winning conference record in? Yes.
3: Miak or the slab? Okay, like well, I thought you said yes. And paused. Well, I thought you were going just to ask if there was a conference that we would win, and my answer was going to be a resounding no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I we think- can win the Miak? Is that what you're saying? No, we couldn't. Okay, we we, I we, think we could have a winning record in the, in the Miak.
0: Oh, that's 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 good. That, that's, that's, if I want one thing, you tell me positive about this team. That's what you got for me. We yeah. would have a winning conference record in the Miak.
3: Might, 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 might. Will we win it? No. Howard would kick our ass. I don't want any part of Maryland Eastern Shore this year. <laughs> but could we have a winning record in that league? I think so. We're not winning any conference. There's 26 of them now. We ain't winning any of them. I mean, we got to start going down D2 level now. Well, Lenore Ryan beat us by 10, and they have a losing record in D2. So <laughs> I wouldn't say I feel overly confident there either. I'll take a second seventh region? Ballard's kind of hitting their stride, man. I, well, mean, I don't know it's been tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get your thoughts. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's Tax Line. Download that Refreshing Rewards app. Save money at the pump. Outside, save money on the delicious Thornton's goodies inside by becoming a Refreshing Rewards member today. And then text us at 502-414-1450. We'll take a break and come back on another happy, super fun edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, The Big X.
2: Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry.
3: It's all songs with polished These, the day
0: soundtrack is a theme that I picture Kenny Payne outside of her house, John Cusack style, from Lady Day. And these are all songs I can see him playing on the boombox.
2: Kenny.
0: <laughs> do you want to, before we get to the text line? Oh, I do. Have, I, I, I tell you what, there, there's one positive from last night. Okay, hit me. You ready? You ready to be cheered up slightly? Yes, I am. So I watched the game. Um. After the game, I, I, I want to watch UK and Arkansas, but honestly, that it, was a cheering uh, up moment. I, I watched it too. I mean, but I couldn't go right to it because it almost made me depressed to see actually better basketball being played and what it's like. And so, after a good laugh and a good cry, and after the UL game was over, uh, I did watch the second half of Arkansas and Kentucky. And then I watched, but I, I told just the movie that you, you said you liked. I said I watched it when it first came out, I didn't really like it. Maybe I was yet too young, okay, didn't grasp it. I finally rewatched Good Will Hunting last
3: night. Oh, nice. It was trending like on Twitter all day yesterday. Was it really? I didn't even know that. People were sharing scenes and stuff.
0: I did not know. So I rewatched it. And to quote Jason Segel from My Love You, Man, it was quite delightful.
3: I told you. It's a good
0: movie. It was a good movie. The only weird thing about it was I, I had trouble grasping near the end that they were actually like 19 and 20 year olds. Oh, yeah. Like I'm, because I guess it's because just I know Matt Damon is. So you, you've
3: old. seen him so long, yeah, and like, yeah. he
0: doesn't even look twenty in the movie, really. I mean, yeah, I
3: mean he was like, what was he in real life? Like, was he, 24, 25, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, he's like he's probably early twenties. Yeah, he had to be.
0: Uh, probably not late twenties, but probably early to mid twenties, as and, and was was uh, and it and it was Ben Affleck and now Casey was his younger brother was probably closer to
3: nineteen or twenty. Yeah, well, because because Will Hunting he turns twenty one in the movie. Yes. And then because he says that, and I'm like, 21. they're old. I'm like, what do you mean he's been drinking all this time? Yeah, the other ones are all older. They're of age. Oh, they are okay. I think they're supposed to be of age. And then then Will turns 21. no way like, Casey Affleck was 21. Casey is yeah. supposed to be younger. He's, yeah, he's got to be. Because that's why they go to the 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 bar where the bouncer knows them. Like, oh, they basically, okay, yeah, They yeah. They fire. They, they follow him. They always go to the bar that he's bouncing I because just they poured him a moth room. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> I want a VCR. The way that he comes
3: down and says. What's up, fellas? I laugh every single time. He's got the glove on. He's got the glove on. When he walks there, he looks he, around and he's just like, ah
1: Is that my little league glove? What's
3: up, fellas? Is that my little league glove?
0: And I did I did love how it has the guy from uh, I didn't even i had completely forgotten that it had Cole Hauser in it from uh, Days of the Confused. Uh-huh. Who has just as many lines in this movie as he probably does? Not in many. Days
3: to Not many. Yeah, he's he's silent for sure. I wonder
0: if Ben Affleck got him the role. He's like, you know what? We just need one other Irish looking dude in the movie. He's like, he's like me and Matt. We wrote it. I it's got a my good little car. I got. That's, that's what he says. <laughs> it's a good car. That's how he says. I can't remember.
3: He has a couple other lines, but that's that's the one that stands. He gets involved out. in the fight. He puts his <laughs> arm around him. He's like, it's a good car.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I it, it cheered me up. It was it was the best part of my
3: evening. Chuck, I had a double burger. Yeah, that was, a Put your sandwich on layaway. He <laughs> paid me six cents now, but of the week you can have a bite. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I enjoy it. That, that, that makes me happy. That, that, that you did cheer me up. Yes, That's, yeah, that's fun. Would you like to, before we go to the text line, would you like to take a run at Chris Sims? I don't know if you've seen the quote that has had him. No, Chris Sims is kind of a toy. Yes, baby. I gr- agree with that. <laughs> but he has taken a shot at your
0: beloved Jalen Hurts. Uh, oh, he, he, what kind of hot takes he trying to get trending forward by saying well for
3: whatever reason he's been like apparently all, all over Jalen Hurts all season long like didn't think he's very good and his quote today was something like he's like I'm not trying to take away from from Hurts but with this system with the Philadelphia Eagles playing quarterback for the Eagles is one of the easiest jobs in the NFL basically just saying you could plug anybody in there and they'd have NF- MVP type numbers this season. I wish Gardner Minshew would could agree to that exactly I mean he did now don't get me wrong he looked
0: Solid in the Dallas game to a degree. That and it looked like lose. Aspen next week. I mean, we look, yeah, the Saints game was not so much the same. No, I mean, it, first of all, it's not even a complex system. It's the same one they pretty much ran, ran in Indianapolis last few years because he was the offensive coordinator under Frank Wright. I mean, it's it's an RPO system. I mean, it's not. If it was so easy to run, then why did we barely win nine games last year against all losing teams? It's a dumb take. Yeah, it's listen, and I listen, I love Jim Hurts. I'm not saying I'm gonna name my give my you know, name a dog after him just yet. I wanna see if it's more of a one and done. You got burnt on Carson on that one almost. But you know, let's, but you can't ban the guy. The guy's sixteen and one as a starter this year. Yeah. He's been efficient. He's made the right decisions. He has playmakers around him, but I mean you have to have to a degree playmakers around you. I mean Phil Sims just no. Yeah. Or you Phil know, Chris. Well, either one. I mean, there's no doubt, Matt. Other, Matt, Chris. I mean, not one of them has ever made a good decision on, on when they open their mouth, have they? Rarely. I mean, we we talked about the the Baltimore documentary the other day where Phil Sims, you know, and Tony Siragusa thing, and let's not forget Matt's infamous blunt rolling pictures, and oh yeah, and then Chris flipped off kids in a <laughs> nashville vice high school yeah. game too. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris's claim to fame is, I guess, what did he he played with a ruptured spleen or something? Isn't that what it was. His claim
3: to fame is that he got started over Major Applewhite, and every Texas fan hated it so yeah. much. <laughs> and then Applewhite started the Holiday Bowl and set all sorts of passing records. As
0: I had as as someone who knows a Texas fan. Whose fantasy team for years was named the Major Applewhites? I can confirm. Oh, they, they hate, Chris all hate Chris. Sims. hate yeah. I mean, he, Chris
3: Yeah. he put up three points in that big game against Oklahoma and <laughs> gave up the only touchdown when he got sacked by, by Roy Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. The picture was on Sports Illustrated.
0: Oh, yeah. I still remember watching that game.
3: All right, let's go to the text line because we have to. 502 414 1450 is the oh. Thornton's text line. What do you got? A more positive. I have received uh, multiple
0: uh, Venmos la- over the lessons last night. Today. I look
3: to Trevor you, D- uh, Trevor Dash Kelsey on Venmo. Yeah. Supporting I'm, his Super Bowl venture, people people look like they at least want to cover my hotel costs for a night or Give two. Shoes, that's very nice. Yeah,
0: so I appreciate, I, I appreciate it. You don't you don't have to do that, and I appreciate that. Thanks to everybody. And the ticket update: we're at thirty six hundred right now. Oh, that's it's going down.
3: It's, mo- it's moving closer and closer to three. It's moving. Okay, all right. Texas says
0: progress. <laughs>
3: Has there ever been a college basketball or football coach canned after one year? Well, yeah, yeah. Howard Schnellenberger at Oklahoma. Down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Paget technically allowed. It I mean it, it's a super rare thing for a guy to get fired after one year in a major program without any sort of off the court off the field issue fueling that like Calvin Sampson. Yeah, but it's it has happened before. Yeah, it's not it's yeah. Most of the time though you're going to get at least 2 years. Ie Billy Gillespie at UK it was particularly not just because of patients, but
0: also any contract probably written from major level to the small schools usually have large buyouts that go down tremendously after one year. It's like a, they're like, a yeah, new, exactly. It's like a new car.
3: Like it loses like 60% of its value when it drives off the lot. Texas. So Mike, I just heard the new pod. Do you mind expanding on your theory that Josh heard? Didn't quite think he nailed a home run higher. I actually agree with you here. And I'm a little surprised that many in the local media market hasn't brought this up. I was just, it's not really a theory. Like I I think that Josh Heard, I don't want to speak for him. I'll be careful here. I think that he targeted some guys that he thought were sort of long shots that would have been big-time hires and at least made contact with them. I think there was a little bit of mutual interest with a couple of them at first, and then when it came down to it, it, it wasn't the right time. And I think... It wound up being a case of do you want to hire a coach that you think might be good, who has a solid track record, but who doesn't have that same Patino, I've won a national title or I've been to a Final Four, I'm absolutely going to win track record and run the risk of alienating the fan base that was very vocal about wanting Kenny Payne, or do you give them and the big-time donors who I – mean, I'm not breaking news here when I say that the a lot of people with a lot of money – Around the program, pushed very hard for Kenny Payne. Mm-hmm. That's you know, you talk to who you want to. That's a fact. If hurt, hire somebody else. Keep in mind, he is—he's he, not even the the full-time athletic director at this point in time. He's the interim. If he doesn't give the people what they want, like how does that play? I, I do think that there was a little bit of pressure that maybe he would not have had had he been say five six years into the job. But the good news for Josh is. If his heart really wasn't in the Kenny Payne ha- higher, and I'm not 100 sure that it that it, it it wasn't, I'm not I'm not saying this, but if you do have to wind up firing Payne after next season or after two seasons from now, you can go after who you really want to go after. Like you, you kind of have you've got more free reign than you did. It's your job. You've been the full time athletic director for a couple of years now. I think you can get people interested in the job who maybe balked a little bit because of the climate within the program at the time and because of the NCAA stuff, you should be able to go out there and go get a top-tier coach if that situation does arise. Josh Hurd, we're talking about this on the podcast too, no one's going to be a bigger football fan this fall <laughs> than Josh <laughs> oh, Hurd. Yeah. I mean, if we're up 35 on Georgia Tech in the, the final quarter, he's going to be like, throw it, Jeff. Throw it on these guys. Like, run it up. Like, Josh Hurd needs some big wins this fall to get some uh, some momentum back on his side, and I, I, I think he's going to get them. J-
0: don't worry, Josh. Jeff's got your back, buddy. Brom always got your back. Let me, that's just good. Oh God, we're not even through the first season. I'm already making these coaching search questions again. At least I am wherever you go. I mean, there you are. So sad. I mean, we really should not be talking about this.
3: because NATO's new contract well, no, he, really?
0: He, that's the, that's what I'm going to say. How big of a name splash does it have to be? If
3: pain is gone after one or two years, like for, for example, I've got a follow-up question for you. Okay. Who are the big, splashy hires that are even out there anymore? You don't have those names out there anymore. I mean... The ones that are... The biggest names in college basketball are guys who just aren't going anywhere, who are lifers, who are old. Like Calipari, you're not getting him, anybody. Bill Self, you're not getting him. Jay Wright's off, you're not getting him. Mark Few's never going to leave Gonzaga. The only guys that are out there now, everybody has the same two. Muscleman and Oates, everybody has the same two. and. You're not getting NATOs immediately in the next two years. You're not getting NATOs because of that contract. You can get Musselman. You're going to have to pay a million dollars more than Arkansas is going to pay him per year. You're going to have to do that. Who outside of them? Like who's out there? Like what, Mick Cronin, People like were you were upset about the, the idea of Mick not, Cronin coming here. And I still here. am
0: not a huge Cronin fan. I mean, I, would would I be happier with Cronin right now? Yeah, because I know he'd be better. I mean, I can tell. I can not dislike, I can dislike McCrone and all. Not nah, doesn't mean he's. A, I mean, I don't think he's a horrible coach. I just don't think he's the coach that I want to take us into that next level. And maybe some of the other. And maybe I don't know who it would be, but like I just, how bad would the fan base if you go after like a, a T.J. Alstenberg or something? Like you going He'd be to, a name for sure. Which I would. I would have not hate at all. No, but like I'm just saying, like that. That's a name. You know, you're going to get Iowa State's coach, or you know. Thankfully, we we'll do it this time instead of instead of Larry Stacey. You know, let's let you you go and get I don't know, just another coach in that kind of level, mid to level power five, and another comes. Like I just wonder how much backlash you're going to get from the fan base without a name that isn't just doesn't make your tights your pants get
3: tighter. The answer is this: the answer is significantly less than you would have gotten in March of 2022, right? Probably because. Think about how many times we heard the argument, too. When when I was saying, I don't know, like, like, you know, I've got reservations about Kenny Payne. The counter was always, well, we tried it with the proven guy with the track record with Chris Mack, and look how that turned out, right? Everybody was saying that. And I don't think that you can use one instance like that as this overarching, you know, reason to just go and, and hire a coach who's more of a recruiter, known as more of a recruiter who's never been a head coach before. But that's what we did. And now I think if you try it and it fails, you have a little bit more leeway if you're Joshua. Now, you have to nail the hire because if you fail again, then then people are at your throat. Oh, but if yeah, you yeah. wanted to hire T.J. Otzelberger or Jerome Tang, maybe out of Kansas State. God, I, mean, I mean, that, yeah, that, that seems like a, a, a good one that would be out there. If you want to get a name that maybe would not have moved the needle in 2022 and you're doing this in 2024 or 2025, People are probably going to be a little bit more willing to listen at that point in time, especially when I mean, if we're doing this, we're going to to be in a low point. And you want a coach who's taken a program at a low point and turned them around relatively quickly. Both those guys that you just mentioned have, have done what we were hoping Kenny Payne would be able to do this year, or, or are still kind of hoping that he's able to do next year. But outside of that, like, there's not the Patino hire, and this was the same thing was true when we hired Mac. There's not a Patino out there. Besides Patino himself, I guess. But there's not a guy that's, that has won a national title or that's been to multiple Final Fours that you know beyond the shadow of a doubt is going to come in here and win. You just don't, there's not that guy. Either. Max seemed like as close as there was to that. And
0: <clears throat> maybe short, excuse of, me. short of trying to snatch Billy Donovan
3: out of the NBA or something, I guess, maybe. Which, or... yeah, that, I mean, that's still kind of a pipe dream. I don't, he's never coming back to college, I don't, I I don't wouldn't think. Expect him either but too. like the other guy, like Matt Painter, if he wins a national title or, or doesn't, he's not going to leave Purdue. I don't, I don't Tony Bennett's it. not leaving Virginia I don't
0: well yeah I guess I wouldn't think
3: so Scott Drew I think is still out there I think Scott Drew is still in play yeah, I do the
0: problem with Drew is that he's, he matches what they love to do at Baylor the culture's perfect I there I know yeah but if you wanted a different
3: challenge late in his life the maybe they, cult was the best part of it I think that that's <laughs> that, there's something to that like McDermott's never leaving Creighton like could you get Tommy Lloyd out of Arizona maybe I don't think so. I think that's that was that's a questionable one. I think it's, but I think it could be doable. If he, It'd be worth pursuing. Yeah, exactly. He's doing a hell of a job there. I mean, you would if scandal fatigue wasn't an issue. Sean Miller Xavier now is proving his worth once again. He's you can say what you want about him. He's a hell of a coach. There's no I like question him better about than that. Archie, that's for sure. No, he's he's better than Archie. So yeah, you got that going for you. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's. Who knows what the names are going to be a year from now or, or two years from now? But yeah, I love that we're having this conversation already. That's what we're not even through the first season. We're in February 8th of year one. Yeah. Texas says, think about this, guys. As bad as it's been, we have the toughest part of our schedule coming up in another whole year of this coming. I mean,
1: I told you this a few weeks ago. Like, like, look at
3: the schedule. Just, I mean, every game. And I do kind of wonder because it's easier to to slog through this when the team is showing you some signs of progress and they're only losing by 8 to 10 points against quality opponents or they're, you know, playing bad teams. But, like, I don't think that what we saw last night is going to be an, a one-off for the rest of the schedule. There are going to be some some two-hour games that are horror shows in this next month, and those are much more different. I mean, think about how, much, how different the tone of this show is and how different the tone of the, of the listeners is. We've been pissed off before, but when you're losing by 34 – Or, you know, when we play Virginia a couple of times, if you're scoring like 28 points, which is a possibility for us against that defense, like it's going to be the anger is going to grow amongst the contingent of fans that are still watching all of these games and that are still checked in and that are still just very concerned, but hoping for reasons to not be as concerned going into year two. This month is going to be. It's gonna to be tough.
0: And We're gonna go down to Miami. They're gonna to do to us what's probably only legal in Texas. Saturday could be bad. Virginia's going to do do to us just just unspeakable thing. And
3: like I said yesterday, I wonder if this stretch just breaks this team a little bit. And if you do start to see them not not fighting and, and not showing up and not playing from the jump, which say what you want. Like they've at least they've come out and they tried in the opening. So they they have stretches where they seem to play hard and they seem to be engaged. And then they kind of have a bad run and they hang their heads a little bit. I wonder if this stretch just takes them out of there it takes this out of them. Cause then you got Clemson and Duke. And, and it's I mean, just and Clemson's, I mean, are they is are they heads and shoulders more talented in a little? No, they
0: probably they are more talented, but Brownwell's twice the coach that Kenny Payne is. That will and be that right there's
3: five to ten points, which is probably why they beat this by thirteen last time. That'll be twenty thirteen celebration day. I, I can see us coming out with a little bit of fight and making that one closer than it should be. Um, I, also, I don't think Clemson's that good. I, I still they're I, not, I but stand they're still just that. as talented as we are, if not well, by they're more talented than we are, but well, but yeah. not by a whole lot.
0: Um, but they're but then you added you added, add 10 more points for the fact that their coach is better than ours. You do at this point. The yes. only exception would be Passner, who it may still be a better coach than Payne, probably is. Thank god we play them again, but he's just given up, on, and they they both have given up, so we, we get we get that lucky bump. I mean, is there a coach in the ACC not, that that's better, that's not better than Kenny Payne?
3: It's still. I mean, we haven't even been through his first season. I don't have. But I've see, so I've, far, no. you don't see one. No, not a one. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but. Oh, I'll jump. We're jumping to conclusions. I'm jumping. You, you can get the board out. Get, what was his name in office space? The jump to conclusions. Jump yeah. to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. Bring it out. Texas Mike, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that you are going to have to spend all next season talking about an equally as bad team and coaching staff. Thank you for that. I do like the apology text that I get from people, the, the or the, the sympathy text that I get from people that are like that cover college basketball or that cheer for different teams. Oh, yeah. Like my aunt from Florida who I can never talk to you, she's, she's like texting me through my mom. She's like, Tell Michael I'm so sorry. She's like, I, I just turned it on, I was hoping for the best.
0: Yeah, people come to you like
3: giving you the head nod, like, Are you okay? Yeah. It, like I just got divorced or something. It's I like mean, your dog just died. Yeah. You're you're walking the dog outside and like people are, strangers are stopping you and they're like, How you holding up, man? You all right? Are you okay? Pretty with? bad. They're good days and they're bad days. I'm like, oh, are you talking about me being sick or are you talking about my fandom? They're like, your fandom. <laughs> do you you're do, sick? Do you need anything? Can, 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 can I get you something? Sex says, are Curry and Ellis eligible to return next year? And if they do, do you expect them back? There's still confusion about this somehow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. I mean, you think we'd have a, a conclusion. I have been told going into this year that they have both have a year remaining. <laughs> I'm of the belief that they both have a year left. I There's no one on our team that has zero eligibility after this season, right? I don't think so. Well, Zan. Zan's gone. Oh, so if you are clamoring for more Zan next year, you're not going to get it. I'm sorry. I have a
0: feeling we just found our coaching replacement.
3: <laughs> Ellis, I believe, has a year left. He has been telling people since the beginning of the season that he's this is going to be his last year of college basketball. Now he could rethink that based on the way the season is gone, for sure. I would. I would think. I would. Re- I wouldn't. I would say this is my last
0: season at Louisville if I'm Ellis, but I would would rethink playing college basketball.
3: Yeah, I mean, he can go get an NIL deal somewhere else, probably. But he also could go play pro overseas somewhere and make he, a decent. Line. Overseas, yes. Yeah. Um, he, 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 Sidney not. Curry, I've got no. Nobody that I know communicates with Sidney Curry. I've got no clue where his head is, but he, again, I think. Can come back. And, and I, you know, Greer looked for clarification on this too. And he was like, he's like, the word I got was they're pretty sure they can come back. I'm like, how do we not know? Like, how, how does this work? But I believe that they're both eligible to come back for one more season. Do you think
0: they're keeping it to themselves so they can just like claim that they have no eligibility left so they don't have to come back?
3: I mean, is the NCAA even care at this point? They're probably <laughs> just like, probably, yeah, sure, go ahead, go play wherever you want. Rubber stamp, boom, you're good to go. Texas says, yeah, uh I was gonna say this will kill me is
0: when Withers goes somewhere next year and has a really good year. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. He's gonna leave and he's gonna go somewhere
3: and he's gonna, gonna no lock us. No lock's lighting it up right yeah, now Yeah, exactly. Uh Sam Williamson is not though. That's that's the one like, I was I, I thought he'd have a really good season at SMU. He's he, he is not. Yeah, well. Texas says, uh one hundred percent on your point. You want fans to think that you can coach, talk about some basketball. It's it would help with the messaging for sure. If we got more than just this, you know, just these generalities that get spewed after every. We got to be tougher. We got to. It, it drove me crazy when Chris Mack did that, and we were better then. But Mack would do this thing after tough losses where he's like, "We got to get tougher. We're, we're just you know we're getting bullied inside. Yeah, right? We yeah. got to get
0: stronger." It's like we're we're, we're simulating like, to a press conference on a video game. I'm like okay, that's fine,
3: here. but like in the intermediary, in the meantime, how can we win more games? Like like you let me know like. I get it. They don't understand what it means to play for Louisville. Guess what? It's February 8th. It ain't going to happen this year. So tell me what your bigger plan is. Tell me Tell me exactly step-by-step step how you plan on getting us from here to the NCAA tournament next year, because that's what I want to know.
0: I'd rather watch Step-by-Step. Step. I'd love Step-by-Step. Step. <laughs> it it's the modern-day Brady Bunch. That's what it was. It was but I don't know why this popped in my head, but during that, that Baltimore documentary, did you happen to notice there was, there was a clip of uh Billick? Uh, Billich? like on a hammock from back in like the – during the, like the 2000 season. Uh, and he's holding the Rick Pitino success book. Success is his choice? Yeah, he's – read that's the book he's reading. Uh, I meant to bring that up the other day when we talked about that documentary and I completely forgot. I don't know why. I didn't see it. I didn't notice not, that. It's just a clip he's talking about coaching and getting into, you know, the Ravens being
3: good this year. and He's on the hammock and he's holding the uh, – he's holding that book. <laughs> Texas says – I saw on a message board today a comment that said, quote, as long as KP is our coach, we should change our mascot from a Cardinal to a Dodo bird. <laughs> They're bringing the Dodo bird back, though. Scientists are doing it. Uh, didn't we have this discussion before? We did. You didn't. Uh, I don't think you knew that they were extinct. Yeah, no, I thought they were still around. Ra- th- you thought they'd come back at some point. Yeah, and they are coming back. See, so I was right. There were, there were, you were ahead of your time. There, there was a new story last week. They're working on bringing the Dodo bird back. Maybe that's us. We're rising from extinction under Kenny Payne. Or whoever in in a few years, and we're gonna rise, rise like can't we be rise from the like the phoenix or something? I
0: mean, why do we gotta be the dodo birds? Because the dodo's extinct right now. Is the phoenix extinct?
3: Well, it's not real, so okay. <laughs> Neither is us <this> winning. <laughs> <trick solid. laughs> Texas Kenny Payne talks like an AAU coach. No specifics, just generalities. I I'm, I'm ready for that to be done, for sure how bad does Ree have to practice to not be able to get time on the court with this team? He got it in last night. He did, and immediately, what, he, he did something bad. I don't know. I think he, he, I, fou- he fouled a three-point shooter. To be honest with you, when I noticed he was
0: in, was still running for the four-minute mark, I was blacked out. I <laughs> I, 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 just, I,
3: I, mean, I saw him in the game, but literally, I just I tried not to pay attention to anything that was going on. The Re Basile stuff is maddening, but it just, it sounds like the coaching staff has just drawn a hard line. Like, if you're not going to do the right things off the court, which has been the rumor with Basile, at least, like, that... We mentioned like Payne kind of starting to use the media a little bit. That's been put out there in recent weeks, that he doesn't do the right things off the court. It's clear people talk about who go to practice every day. He's kind of he's immature. He's goofing around. With Ree, I don't know if it's just they don't think he's good enough or if it's more of the same types of issues. But it is kind of shocking to see us be this bad, have two freshmen that we brought here for a reason, theoretically, not be able to get any sort of run, even in these 30-point blowouts.
0: I mean, if, if unsuccessful, not doing your job off the court is, is a criteria, then coaching staff. Mm.
3: Or, uh, second break, we will, <laughs> we'll we'll take more text in I'll the think second Wayne hour. Wayne Tinkle right now. Because
0: Wayne Tinkle won more games here with us. Well, yeah. <laughs>
3: I mean, Wayne Tinkle's been to a Sweet 16.
0: <laughs> he's won more games in a tournament with a team with a 500 record. <laughs> I thought they went to lead eight.
3: They did go to the lead
0: eight. So he's won more tournament games. As many. Well, four be first. Three to get deleted. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So he's won just as many games in one tournament run, and we have an entire season.
3: You're not making me feel better. Let's take a break. We'll try to mix in a couple of other topics in the second hour so this doesn't get stale, but we will. Look, it's it's the day after a bad game. We want to let you air it out. This is your show, too. We'll get back to your thoughts on the text line at 502 414 1450 and sprinkle in some, some tidbits here and there to try and keep our sanity. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, hour number two on the way next here on 1450, The Big X. <laughs>
1: nossa actually her
0: numbers weren't as bad last night. Right? Yeah, we're broke okay. <laughs> <laughs> after all the who we've been through i will make it up to you 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 can do with like the paper right now <laughs> God, it's
3: like somewhere
1: and after all that's been said
3: teron <laughs> davis just like waiting in the wing thinking background Uh, Welcome back in. Hour number two here of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. Here's the thing that sucks, too, about (laughs) about (laughs) that game being last night. All week now, I'm going to be like one day ahead, because usually we play Wednesdays. I said the same thing earlier. I thought it was Thursday all day today. I'm like, well, at least we're one day closer to the weekend. No. Like, these next two days. Tomorrow, I'm going to come in and be like, what the hell do we talk about? Until I just saw an AEW tweet for tonight's lineup, I was like, that's right. Tonight is Wednesday. Like, I was the same with you. I just thought it was Thursday. We're just going to have to discuss Super Bowl all day tomorrow. I woke up the, yeah, Thursday? We we, we can not start the second hour. I told you. We'll get back to the text line. I want you guys to have a chance to to air your thoughts, whether they're positive or negative or nonsensical or or perfectly rational. It's your show. We <laughs> want to hear from you. Can you really tell the difference between any of those right now at well, this point? I'm not judging anybody at this point. <laughs> we just lost by 34 to Pitt. Again.
0: <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. It's not deja vu. Not the good place with the the only topless good dancing.
3: I mean, I just think about at the end of last season where I think I came on here after the Virginia loss in the conference tournament and had this big spiel about hopefully... In the rest of our lifetimes, we never see a Louisville team this bad. I never want to know what it feels like to only win 13 games again. Like this should be the worst of of all. And now we're sitting here being three and 21 with still a month left in the season.
0: And like I just don't. I'd give three toes to be 13
3: wins right now. I just don't know how you how you do this anymore. I mean,
0: you you. But what if this, this last year's coaching staff was on this with this team instead of KB? We just kept all last year's coaching staff. What if anybody else was I coaching mean, this team? Right Listen, l- I, I was never the biggest Chris Mack. I would take him right now. It took me a month and a half to learn Pagi's name. I would take him right now. I still don't even know the Kangaroo Jack Fentanyl guy's name. Well, those, those are two different people. Oh well, either one.
3: <laughs> take both of them. Gil Fennel's at BYU now. Uh, I don't know what Ross McMaines is doing. He was back in town a, a little, a few months ago. I thought Fentanyl was the, was the, the, the Australian guy. No, that's that's McMaines. Oh, <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> Same difference. Same thing. It's made a tomato, right? Did you see that LeBron broke the all-time scoring record, Trevor? Oh, how did uh, I don't know. I was awake. I like how the conversation about like like one of these storied most storied records in sports that we never thought was going to be broken has devolved into everybody was on their phone last night taking It is a, a jarring picture when you see like the the shot somebody put it side by side with the Jordan last shot in Utah with all the people we thought it was the, the last the shot, Byron Russell. With yeah, everybody, all the different facial expressions, and you go person to person, like, oh my god, that person, this person, yeah. and then last night it's like two people staring. Like, it's like Phil Knight, and then a million people on their phones just holding him up. It's like
0: one other random person up in the crowd.
3: He, like it's like two eight-year-olds and Phil Knight. That's yeah. it. That's, that's, that's all. Would you have had your phone out? I feel like I probably would. See, I don't think a lot of times I don't in those don't. moments, but I feel like in that one I probably would have it, which is kind of silly. Like you post it on social media, you get some likes, and then that's that's kind of it. I mean, it's not really worth it. Like, I don't go back when I have videos from big time sporting events. Th- there are some that I, I will go back and look at and watch like okay. fondly, but a lot of times, like if it's just you know, hey, I'm at I'm at the Reds game and here's this 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 pitch, I'm not gonna go back and watch that a year later and be well, like, oh my god.
0: I think the one that bothers me is like, if, and I, I have a couple of them from the Super the I Minneapolis Super Bowl. Uh, I got lucky and like was recording just like when Garrett Blunt ran the 20 yard touchdown.
3: Oh, nice. Uh, or something,
0: like you know. There there there's a few of them, and of course, if you watch the. the Picture of me at the AW event. I'm holding up my phone, recording Jericho. But so I mean, I'm not saying I'm I don't do it at all. But compared to probably the 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 average amount of time people use to record, I don't. and And the thing is, because when I'm doing it, I'm I'm looking at the phone. And why? Why would I? I'm here. To, I paid this money to watch this game. Why would I want to watch it through my phone? I can do that when I get home.
3: It's like people who film the the childbirth. They're like, "I'll I'll never forget this." I'm like, well, "You also aren't really seeing it with your own eyes as well, it happens." I don't. Drugs
0: are you doing to forget your
3: childbirth? Which yeah. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Whatever. Maybe
0: maybe the missus is so
3: hopped up. You're recording it for her, possibly. And Just... also now, like the nurses will. They'll help you. They'll take all the pictures you want. Yeah. Like they'll take your camera. Yeah, give me back, an intern. I'm talking more about back in the day. You would have people who would have like those big shoulder camcorders. Oh, I and they're remember like filming the whole thing. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, they take it off. That, that would be but, the birth of my cousin Olivia. <laughs> everybody's different. <laughs> I shouldn't judge, but I, I do think that was kind of fun. Now, do you think there are a lot of people who thought before the double team came with that last shot, he was going to try to score the the record breaking points with the skyhook? which would have been kind of cool. <laughs> I also would have liked to have seen him tried and failed like nine times in a row. They're like, here comes another jump hook from LeBron. They're like, <laughs> they're like, we're still trying to make the playoffs. Did LeBron Bron. even do a sky hook? I mean, I, I think people thought that he was going to try. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, in typical LeBron fashion, it would have been more fitting to either, A, been a forced three-pointer. Or a free throw. Or a free throw. Yeah. I mean, that, that would have been more more fitting. But I guess, I mean, the turnaround was fine. And it's great. It's a pretty I mean, shot. It, it's, it, it's, you know, it's a nice... That to have. It doesn't really shock me. I mean, LeBron is I mean, he's the best player of this twenty first century, probably. I mean, did you see
3: the clip of uh, the, the shot where he, he rings the outside I shot and they zoom in immediately on Kareem's face and he just looks like he looks furious. He he looks like, oh no. Like it, it's a funny shot. I, I also like people explain it, they're like, it's not he's not worried about the record. He's just an old guy who's up past ten PM. Like yeah. this, <laughs> this is how your yeah. face always looks when you're that age. I'm like, Kareem's oh. getting up there. Now I also I had to go back and unearth the old You know, like 17 different colleges claim that LeBron would have gone there. Yeah. I think,
0: well, there's Duke, Ohio State, Kentucky, Louisville. Akron. Akron. uh, Yeah. I mean, I I
3: know. I remember. I remember the list. But I went back and found the the little snippet from the Courier-Journal, which said, this is from 2004, while New York City point guard Sebastian Telfair committed to the University of Louisville, his good friend, Cleveland Cavaliers rookie sensation LeBron James said, quote, I think he made a good choice. I would have gone to Louisville, but something else came up. I mean. And then Rick patino launches into a story where he talks about I'm watching this guy, like, oh my gosh, he's something, he's something. And then the guy next to me says, Yep, that's my son. And I got up and walked away. That's why everyone was looking at me strange. Which again has to be either a misremembered story or just totally made up because LeBron's never met his dad, like never had a relationship with his dad. So patino always told the story where, like, I was actually sitting next to LeBron's dad. And we all were like, Oh, that's cool. And the reality was, there's no way it was LeBron's dad. You know, you know, could have met him. Maybe LeBron hasn't. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe he just felt <laughs> more open with Pacino Rick Pitino. Yeah, I mean. He was watching in the shadows, but it was just a classic Rick story. But there it is, LeBron, the quote firsthand saying, if he'd gone to college, he would have gone to Louisville. I've always known it. We would have won. It's almost like we set the scoring record last night. <laughs> Forget about going 3-21. and 21. Forget about that record. We basically set the NBA scoring record last night. Yeah, pretty much. Hang his jersey up there in the rafters. Put him next to Russ. I mean, it was... Well, oh, crap. I'm not you want
0: to go pick play. that up? No, it's fine. Uh, the, the, so, I, I, listen, the NBA scoring record was not like the, the Mount Rushmore. I mean, it was... No. Probably not going to get broken. again. Like, what would be a record that you would think would be just... You will we'll never see... not In our lifetime, maybe in your great-grandkids' lifetime, we'll never see a record broken. I've got two. They're There's both, two and right in my mind already. They're both
3: baseball. So or mine. DiMaggio hit streak in 400. No 100. one's gonna hit no really? one's gonna hit 400 no one's come close. I would go with Ripkin streak, probably
0: also good. the other to me was 100 stolen bases in the season. yeah I just don't I can't imagine us ever seeing that again I mean the closest we've gotten is like 40 right It
3: would take like a Billy Hamilton he who, 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 who couldn't even get on base he was enough, better yeah. than Billy Hamilton and could get on base more and steal a bunch of bases to, to make that happen but yeah that, that's probably safe but the, the hit streak I mean DiMaggio hasn't been threatened. In forever, the closest I think didn't Rood come the closest that like he can, he got like the thirty eight or thirty nine. There was somebody a few years ago who got to like thir- in the thirties. Okay,
0: I know Olrude did it once. I know Maaler got in the thirties once at one time.
3: Yeah, nobody's gotten close though. The four hundred really because that wouldn't you think that would never be broken? No, no one's hitting four hundred again unless the unless the rules of the game change so dramatically that it becomes way more. Fr- I mean, you win batting titles now at like three hundred three. Really, has it been that low? I've been that out yeah. of the loop a little bit. Like, Chipper Jones was, like, the closest that I remember anybody flirting with it, and people were going nuts that he was hitting, like, 390 in early June, and he wound up hitting, like, 320 that year. Was Gwen's strike season the closest anyone's come since? Yes. And that was, like, 370. Yeah, something. he was, like, people were, like, you know, he still would have had to have finished at an outrageous clip, but he was at least within shouting distance late in the season. That was as close as anybody's got.
0: And George Brett came close in the late 80s, I want to say, yeah, at one point. I just don't think it's going to
3: happen. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, again, I don't know. I thought maybe the Triple Crown was out of reach, too, but that's been done now. I mean, Multiple times. So. Yeah. Um, of course, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could be. I like a lot of Mar baseball, though. I'm I'm with you that when you talk about records being broken. Even though uh, A.C. Green's game start game playing streak probably is, I'm pretty sure it's pretty high. I mean, you, good luck finding an NBA player to be that durable who just refuses to have sex until he's married. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the most stolen bases in the 2000s, would you care to venture a guess as to what that number is? I want to say it was a guy from the Marlins. He had like, I think he had like 50 or something one year. More than that. sixty Was it 60? No, Jacoby Ellsbury had 70. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, Juan Pierre he wasn't with the Marlins, he was with the Red Sox. He but. was. Juan Pierre had, 60, had 68 in 2010. But it, I mean, both those have been... I mean, look at the the yearly leaders. Usually in the thirty, or like the forties or fifties at best. Scott Pesednik, which surprised me, also had seventy in two thousand four. Okay, well, that
0: was almost twenty years ago, by the way. Yeah, Ellsbury had had
3: seventy in two thousand nine. Juan Pierre had sixty eight in two thousand ten. So it's been a, it's been a while since we've even had anybody up there. It. Yeah, the last hundred was was Coleman in eighty seven or eighty eight. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long long time. Yeah, a lot of these stolen base records you're looking at, they're all like eighteen hundreds. <laughs> like the all time leader, Hugh Nicole, score. Oh, uh, uh, well, the all time record is Ricky Anderson. Well, it's Hugh Nicole, score still 138 in 1887. Oh, I'm sorry. I career. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ricky Anderson, 130 is second 1982.
0: That was with the Yankees at the time, I believe. Or maybe it was with the A's. I can't and that's, remember. And you're, uh, uh he switched back and forth like three times in the '80s, so I forget. For a
3: second there, I was like, "Oh my god, Billy Hamilton stole!" Did actually did do it? And then I looked up and like, That's "Oh, minor league." It's, no, it's Billy Hamilton in eighteen eighty nine stole one hundred and eleven <laughs> bases and stole one hundred and eleven in eighteen ninety one as well. So now but,
0: Hamilton does own the minor league record. Yeah, he stole. Like I a, think he did hundred in the minor. He
3: averaged like a steal and, a, and, and like one point eight steals per game or something. I was Ridiculous. so
0: excited because I, I know you were as a Redspin, but oh, I was very pumped because i won. I thought he could actually break that record because I've been saying the stolen base record for so long he along just
3: with hit. Ripken, I just. I was like, get him on base. Get him on base. I want to see that. I want to see it happen. Yeah, he's good enough defensively. He just just could not good hit. hit it. Yeah. Could not hit. All right, let's go back to the text line 502 414 1450. <laughs> we did the best we could. We're now going back to the. You know what I'm talking about? Let's, let's debate it. Is LeBron the GOAT? I got asked that on a phone call recently. Did you really? Recently. And I was like, Was it yes.
0: someone also trying to tell you that your insurance was coming up on your? It was like a
3: right? an audition for something that I didn't even really like know was going on. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't. I was like, this is this is bottom of the barrel. <laughs> not Come on, Fox has spent the last eight hours debating it with Skippin. <laughs> Texas says, please let Trevor know about my $500 off. What is this offer, Texas? Huh? Says, I will send Trevor $500 bucks to his Venmo if he changes his diet and puts reports out there for us to see and keep up with him becoming more healthy. I'll let him know about my $500 off offer on previous text. Mike, you're the best. There you go. There's an offer.
2: Well,
0: th- I mean that. You, we, like, like a last the dollar, but I mean, we need. Let me get some criteria down here. What would one consider healthy?
3: I think he just wants to see you try.
0: I mean, I'm trying a little bit. You're I mean, already
3: trying now. I mean, you're a little bit of a wake up call last week. You're drinking yeah. the juice. You're having you're more fruit.
0: Yeah, I haven't had any really fruit. I got uh, had a hot brown last night for dinner. It has tomatoes on it, but I picked them off.
3: That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't say hot browns. So
0: we talking about it's got like it's bread, cheese, it's got bacon. It covers all, like most of the food groups,
3: right? I have a family member who had a recent health thing. They're like, you have to have some, some protein in your breakfast. You have to have some protein. And they said, I do. There's protein in this giant Reese's cup that I eat for breakfast every morning. <laughs> and I was like,
2: Hmm.
0: Okay, I'm the same guy who tried to give up fast food, fried food for Lent and didn't realize that, 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 yeah. For some reason, until it was pointed out to me, back to back Fridays of eating filet o fishes.
3: Technically, it's, that is, yeah. It's right
0: I thought I was being good. I want to say good Catholic, but I'm not Catholic, but being a good uh, practicing Catholic by getting fish on Fridays. But I didn't think. Well, you were. I didn't Technically, think. you just weren't giving up fried food. I thought I meant to. I didn't even, literally. I, I would have done it if it occurred to me. It just didn't occur to me.
3: Texas is the only players that I'd like to come back next year. would be Mike James, Kamari Lands, and a core of four Besides a core of four and his unique situation, I'm not confident James and Lands don't hit the portal. Uh, why would anyone stay? Horrible coaching and who wants zero chance of playing in the tournament? Hopefully, the rest of the current roster all hit the portal and shine on their new D2 teams next year. Wow,
0: well, they're not going to be D2. Withers, is, no. they're, 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 I guarantee you there's a they're several schools that would love to have Withers or even add Curry or Ellis. Well.
3: There's a world where Jalen Withers goes somewhere else and has a good season next yeah. year. I think that that's true. Whether he's – what kind of role he's in. He just needs better coaching. I mean, I don't – trainer
0: I would like to think
3: would come back, I'd hope. Um, I'm on board with the core of four. I mean, say what you will, like, he's he's very clearly role. I know he hit the three oh, yeah. last night, but he, he'll he make some plays where you're like he's, – offensively he's just kind of – he still has a little bit of, you know, Newborn deer in him, where it's just limbs kind of flailing everywhere a little bit. But my God, he plays hard. I mean, he blocked what six shots last night? He's yeah, he all over the
0: really place. So I mean, I, I look at a box score. I don't even want to look at the box score.
3: I, I would play him 40 minutes or until he fouls out, which is probably like 17 minutes because he, yeah, he fouls he, a lot. He does. But I would play him every second you can because he just he plays hard as hell, which is all that we want to see. I, I've seen the clips that have been flying around. People have been breaking down. Mark Ennis did a good job. I think uh, Tyler Grieber from HAS broke down some clips as well. A few other users out there. Just a clips, a clips from last night's game of us just, just not hustling at all. Like th- there's one where Sidney Curry, his man comes down with a rebound, throws an outlet pass. His man is sprinting down the floor. Curry's sort of three quarters jogging, and his man gets an alley oop for a dunk. That that's one of those things. All you have to do is run as hard as you can, and you prevent two points. And of course, the I mean the LLS Nike Sabande play has been like that's really all you had to see from last night's game. We we let a dude have enough room. To attempt a Tomahawk dunk. No, it was a 360. It wasn't a three. He didn't try to he tried a 360. He tried well, that's, that's to windmill. A 360 it. Is you... I'm sorry, windmill. Yeah, windmill. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. we both were right. Yeah. He, windmill. Yeah, windmill is right. That, that's the right term. I'm sorry. He tried to windmill it, which I mean look, you've got to be way behind to allow a guy to you, you can't windmill you can't do in rhythm. No. He, he had to like stop, go off both feet, get up there, and like we made him comfortable enough that he could attempt it. And then even when he misses, they get the rebound, he runs out to the three point line, he hits a three. And I, I like that Kenny Payne like calls time out and gets into LLS, but then he puts him right back in the game. Like well, the thing is, he he misses a by himself misses a windmill dunk.
0: His teammate grabs the rebound, gives it to him to shoot three. And the entire time we still have only two guys down. We got nobody
3: else on that side. Only before, two guys yeah. are down. And that entire it time, happens that, all what, the what time. You mean,
0: that means three players are standing from
3: half court and back. I mean that's the case. It happens. Put, put me all in the game. The time, and I will never. I've never seen a team this bad. People always talk about how defensive three point statistics, a lot of it is just kind of kind of luck. That assumes that you're playing halfway decent defense. Like we have yeah. I've made this point before. Every 35% three point shooter in college basketball is like a 55 to 60% three point shooter if you leave them wide open. Like go to go to a pregame shoot around. These dudes are all if you leave them wide open and they're just kind of screwing around and there's nobody in their face and they've got a clear look at the basket and they've got time to, you know, change their clothes, take a shower, put new clothes back on, and still shoot a wide open three, like, they're probably going to make it, and that's the way that we play defense. It doesn't matter if it's a good shooting team or a bad shooting team, we just don't guard, and it's not getting lost over screams or lack of communication, it's just pure lack of effort. We have dudes that just stand around, wander away from their man for no apparent reason, come over to help when there's no reason to come over to help, and just leave really good shooters wide open, for five seconds at a time, and it blows my mind, and we do it every GD game. It drives me crazy. Like, everybody's going to shoot a high percentage from three against us because we don't guard the three-point line. I mean, they hit 17 threes. How many of them you think were contested?
0: And, and, and what we They can took
3: 34. I would be willing to bet that, like, seven were well-contested shots. And that you're I'm, are probably being very loose with what we consider contested at some point. I just – we haven't – you can talk about improvement if you want to. In that respect right there, we have not gotten any better from day one to day whatever this is. It's outrageous. Texas, what player, portal or high school, looks at U L and the staff and says, they can make me a better player? None. You have to hope that they look at this, that they're not looking at it from that lens and that they're saying, I can make this program better. Like, I, I can be part of the reason. It's a proud fan base. The, the, they're playing games against Duke and Carolina and Kentucky. They're on national TV I can go in there, and I can turn this thing around. That's what you have to hope because I do think that there's, yeah, th- th- there has to be concerns. I mean,
0: there's, there's twelve other schools in the big in the ACC. They can you can say the same thing about. I mean, look at well, if that plays Duke, North Carolina, maybe
3: Kentucky on that. Yeah, afternoon. but but they're not Louisville. Like they don't have our arena. They don't have our fans. They don't have our prestige, if you want to call it that. Like we've we still have a leg up on programs like Clemson and BC and. Whoever else, even Pitt and, and, and those schools. Like, you, know, you know, stop that, Syracuse. Well, I mean, Syracuse <laughs> still gets recruits. They just they, they've got a 105-year-old head coach. Who I'd take right now. Yeah, I mean, come on. Stop putting me in this position. <laughs> I What worries you, though, is that's not who you're competing against for some of these recruits. For Some of these guys that we thought Kenny Payne was going to be able to snap his fingers and get. Like, you look at Trenton Flowers, and – his quotes about that I read yesterday from the rival story about the schools that are recruiting him the hardest and the schools that he's considering the most. And his his quotes about Louisville are, you know, they're not having a good year, but I like the coaching staff. It's a prestigious program. I can be part of the rebuild there. And then his his pitch from NATO at, at Alabama is, look, we're, we, we're number two in the country. We haven't lost a game in the SEC. We've had three 11-0 starts in the SEC in the history of our program Two of them have come under me the last two years. We're number two. We've never been this, this highly ranked. We're competing for national titles. Oh, and by the way, we took a freshman who was not like on anybody's number one list, was not the number one player according to anybody in this class, and we've made him the best freshman in college basketball. And he's going to be a top 10 draft pick, and he may win a national ch- title in his only season in college. Do you want that to be you next year? Come to Alabama. Like That's the pitch. And that's tough to compete against because that's a far sexier option than than going to Louisville and being part of a rebuild where people are saying, if they win 13, 14 games next year, that's good enough. Like, that's not... You don't want to spend your one year in college doing that, being a part of that. You want to go win a title. If you've got to be somewhere for five months before you become a millionaire, why not win a national title in, 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 the, in the process? And you can say what you want.
0: I mean, the only guys you're going to get the, the darn, the, 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 under that criteria that get some no money are Amani Bates, guys. Yeah. And apparently Kenny doesn't want that, so I mean...
3: You can say what you want about... I understand that the NBA outweighs whatever is interesting about these kids in college basketball. For the most part, they still do care about March Madness. You talk to any recruit, almost all of them say, I want to be a part of March Madness. And it doesn't seem like a given that you're going to be a part of it if you go to Louisville next year. And that's where things get tough. But that's where Kenny Payne was supposed to shine. It was not an easy situation to walk into and recruit, and we took him, a guy with no head coaching experience, because we still were told that he could get players under these circumstances, and maybe he can. It just has not happened yet. Texter says, do we want to try to keep Nolan Smith if Payne is fired? He's good with recruits, right? And then says, well, Trevor just read my mind about Nolan. That's scary. Yeah, I think. I mean, Nolan's still young enough. He still has a good reputation as a as a, as a very solid recruiter. Let's be
0: honest, the I mean, the Louisville ties
3: too. The Louisville ties have play a part. A huge part, I think. Yeah. Can we play Milt for this? Is there a way that he could become the sacrificial lamb? Like, well, we we're shaking our staff up. Milt Wagner, he's gone from the dual role. We didn't get his grandson. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think mean, I think he I think
0: he can. Yeah, you know, if we're gonna have to meet – him or Reese are going to have to be a sacrificial local lamb.
3: Somebody's got to fall. Yeah. Somebody's got to fall. And Manning
0: and, and Jenna Jameson are gone. That's that's a given, hopefully. But like we're going to have to either go with Wagner or, or Gaines. One of you guys are going to have to maybe you know fall in the sword for us.
3: Texas, we're introducing a new fan participation game for opponents' home games. They literally pick a fan out of the crowd to play the last TV timeout segment to end the game. <sighs> if, the, if, the, if, the, if the home team hits 70,
0: instead of giving free tacos, they put somebody in the game.
3: it was so embarrassing last I mean thinking about how it wasn't that long ago that we were beating those guys 101 to 57 and now they've got their student section cheering for like the the kid who never plays to come into the game with six minutes left against us it's just it's so depressing
0: I mean maybe we can do like Eddie and bring in Whoopi Goldberg from the nosebleeds and have our, our coach
3: Texas, I would shine Mick Cronin's dome every day for him to lead us to four straight Sweet 16 losses. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> I hope that's literal. <laughs> I hope that's
0: literal. Ask, do I like Mick Cronin? You don't. I would take Mick Cronin right now. He's never had a three win season. I mean, you. I don't think McRona is going to be the, the guy that's going to take us to that le- to a Patino crum level. I don't. For love of God, he's definitely not going to take us to this.
3: He's got a squad this year. I
0: mean, I, at least I, he's going to be competitive because he's a decent. I mean, he's not a horrible. I mean, I don't he never he, missed the tournament. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be competitive with this team. If we had McCrona right now, this team would have probably fourteen or fifteen wins. We would be close. I to don't 500. feel as confident about that as you do. I would think we would be close to five hundred. We would be somewhere between twelve and fifteen wins. Would we be a tournament team? Probably not. I don't think we would be either, but we we would be we wouldn't be beat by seventy two
3: points combined in two games against Pittsburgh. The fact is that this is a horribly constructed roster. But guess guess who tried to tell you this? Everybody all summer long, like we knew this. Everybody seemed to know it besides the coaching staff. That falls on the like the coaching staff doesn't get a pass for this being a horribly constructed roster because all summer long we told you you got to get a guard. Have you looked at this roster yet? You got Kenny Payne said we know we have to get guards. And then we didn't get anybody, and people tried to say, "Well, we can play like Florida State did. We don't need guards. We're going to be just fine." We were, we were never going to be fine with this roster. No,
0: but we, th- there's no excuse to be this bad. I agree with that too. That's the both I those mean, things I, to be I, true. I'm not saying that this team is just oozing talent that's underachieving, but to, to tell me this team is so bad, it's three wins and hasn't didn't be, couldn't be Bellarmine. No, no offense, Scotty. Couldn't beat Lindskrum. Couldn't beat uh, who, who, the, who the App State, right? App State, Right State, anybody? Upside Down State, a, a
3: South Carolina Upstate. It doesn't matter. By the way, the teams that like us and Maui also haven't been as good as we thought they were. No, it was Texas tech got one within the, the Big of Four. Arkansas. Arkansas Arkansas's not ranked right now. Cincinnati's sixteen and nine. Like we, Arkansas still a damn good team. They're they're fine. They're good. They're not as good as we thought. They were. I mean, they were top ten when we played them. They're out of the top twenty five now, yeah, and yeah. we're five hundred in the SEC. Uh, they looked good last night, but that's, you know, Kentucky's also got some issues. We, I mean, it, it, there's no excuse for it to be this bad. I think we all are in agreement there. At least we should be. Let's take a break. When we come back, 502-414-1450. More of your thoughts on the text line. We will, again, continue to try to sprinkle in other stories just to break up the monotony of uh, of pain, but it's your show. You're I'm going to talk team. about our ranker list right now. Maybe we can find one. Maybe <laughs> we make that happen. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. We'll be right back.
1: It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. I just want you to stay.
2: After all the who you've been through, I will make it up to you.
1: Everybody needs a little time away. I heard. From Even need
0: a Ooh, Are we just gonna do every version of the song now? Well no, I just I figure I figure <laughs> I'm gonna do at the four o'clock hour I'll do Chicago and then I'll do the As Jet which hand up. I As Jet was the first version I knew. Me too. Uh, so the question is now you've heard both. Which one's better? Chicago. I even, uh, and no, no offense as yet. I'm with you, though. This is the first version of this song. Yeah, I, I knew Chicago was. I just didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. They're both good. Yeah. I, I can feel Kenny June doing this
3: one. No, the coaching staff behind him doing the humming. <laughs> we have a poll question on Twitter from uh, beast Jew at Beast502Mode. Uh, in the next hour, would you guys rather talk about Louisville men's basketball or prostate exams?
0: Prostate exams. Well, it's kind of the same thing, right? Six and one half dozen. Now, you, are you
3: gonna have to get a prostate exam now? Or are you gonna, gonna, I gotta you, get, a get a colonoscopy?
0: colonoscopy. What, is there really a big difference? Honestly, I'd rather have the prostate. No, there's no way a doctor has a five foot finger.
2: <laughs> That's man.
3: Can we do one of those things where people do like the radio shows from the colonoscopy, like the, the TV shows from the colon, like, like live. I want to go there and like film you in and out. Really- <laughs> yes, it's great content. It's, once again, it's better than talking you about want, what we You want to about. see my class. <laughs> It'd be a more fun show than the show that we're doing
0: today. It'd be more fun getting a prostate from a leper who walks away with four fingers than, than doing, talking about this team. Well,
3: we don't have to do a prostate exam. We're doing a colonoscopy. Either one. Uh, by the way, Florida State coach Mike Norvell has signed a contract extension through the 2029 season. I'm his basketball coach. A, quote, new compensation structure will make him uh, pay him an average of $8.05 million per year. I it's love it. It's a lot.
0: I love that. You know why? Because that means they're going to have, I can't wait to hear Florida State fans have to figure out whether they're going to get the money to fire him now if they give him this stupid contract extension. Jeff Brown beats him down in two years. Oh, yeah. You're going to whoop
3: him. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe conference championship game this year. We'll find out what happens. Oh, I can't wait. God, please be good football. Please, please, please be good.
0: Please I'm, be good. I have zero. I'm, I'm confident in football. I'm warm and cozy in football right now. both pro and college. Well, pro yeah, you're, you're in good shape. I mean, whether we win or lose, I mean losing obviously gonna be depressing, but I mean we we've gotten to this point right now.
3: We have. Uh speaking of, what's your daily check in Wednesday of Super Bowl week? Eagles, Chiefs, one to ten, ten being the most confident, one being the least confident. What's your confidence level right now for the game? You've been ebbing and flowing a little bit. Yeah, I've been sitting around the middle
0: though. Um, I'm still I'm still about uh I'd say confidence in win. I'm gonna go I'm gonna say I'm a six point two right now. So I went st- up a little bit. You're still thinking you're going to win. Yeah, I'm still feeling but you're like not, I'm
3: going. you wouldn't wager a hefty, hefty amount of money on it. No,
0: no. I, you know, oddly enough, I had more confidence going into the game against the Patriots than doing this one. You, I remember you saying that you went in that game thinking you uh, you guys were going to win the Patriots one. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I won a killing on it because I bet the Eagles in the overall spread, which they were getting seven points in that game. And I took them in every quarter spread where they were getting two 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 and a half points. And they mm-hmm. led after every quarter. So I actually racked up in that game. Jeez. Paid
3: for, did you pay for a trip?
0: No, no. Of course, it took me... That was through Uncle Bo, which took forever to even get anything. Oh. I think most of us just bet back because I know that I'm never... It takes eight months to get a giant Swedish check from them. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody Anybody's gamble is exactly what I'm
3: talking about. I also saw... You, you brought up Gigi Jackson yesterday, which, by the way, North Carolina, you, you brought it up in terms of him being committed to North Carolina, which they could use him. We, we, he True. Didn't get, he didn't go to North Carolina because they brought back everybody from a, a team that won almost won the national title last year. Carolina may not make the tournament. They got housed last night by Wake Forest. I saw that. They are very, very much right now flirting with going from national runner up to, to being on the outside looking into the NCAA tournament a year later. My heart blew. But Gigi Jackson, things have not gone all that swimmingly for him at South Carolina either. They're a bad team. They beat Kentucky, which is about the only thing they've done this year. But he had a social media outburst after they played Arkansas at home in a game where they you know, Arkansas was the, was the better team. Jackson didn't do a whole lot. He scored nine points, committed three turnovers. Um, they lost by two. They, they had a chance late. They fought back, had a chance. And he got on social media and said, can you help me answer that question, Chris, bro? Why don't I have the ball in my hands when it's crunch time, bro? Ain't I supposed to be on this, oh, my God, it's Gigi Jackson. I don't see myself as that, but ain't I supposed to be that, quote, unquote, that guy? Just give me the mother bleeping bleep is crazy for real. This is not not, not great. No, not great. it's not a good look for Gigi Jackson. He then no. went on to say, I'm not even getting plays drawn up for me in crunch time, bro, um, voicing his frustrations.
0: This is a guy who you sound like a little baby, bro. He does, bro. You, you sound you sound like an immature kid who doesn't deserve the ball in the clutch time, bro. Bro,
3: yeah, it's it's not good. And when you're talking about, I mean, I think the the number two, the the one and the two picks in the upcoming NBA draft are pretty much set. But he's a guy that is talked about, especially with Nick Smith not being able to see the floor for Arkansas until now. He's talked about as potentially being in the conversation for that number three pick. Not a great look right now. You've already got a bad season. I've Maybe just Nick,
0: Nick Smith. I take Nick Smith over him. Well, he hadn't played
3: much. That's, I've, I've watched. That's the concern. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I but the point is, he's at least he's got a shot if if he does things the right way. And you're not going to the NCAA tournament, which means all you have to do is kind of shut up, not get in any sort of trouble, not cause any controversy for like a month and a half, and you go get ready for the NBA draft. You show out at the combine. You do whatever you got to do in these private workouts. That's when you make your money. All you have to do is just get through this month, this last month of being a South Carolina Gamecock, and you never have to do this again. And he's not exactly covering himself in grace right now. Hmm, six
0: nine, six ten ish, uh, two hundred pounds, small forward who wants to play guard and shoot threes. I haven't seen all those in the NBA lately. <laughs> get, mean, who's the top five picks to project in the NBA draft? Right now? Yeah, Womiyama who's is, is one. And give me what's what's his measurements? Uh, seven foot four. Two hundred twenty
3: pounds. Two hundred forty pounds. Okay. Wants to be a guard. Okay. Going next. Scoot Henderson, who's small. Okay. He's going to go to. He's six two, six three. Brandon Brandon Miller, the kid from from, from who's Alabama, six nine, two twenty. He plays that exact same way. Yeah, Gigi Smith, six
0: nine, two twenty. Smith
3: is kind of the. Yeah. I mean, he's he, what six six four, six five. And then if you think the NBA has a type. If you, don't, if you don't think the NBA has a type, then you're lost. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the way the game's played now. I know, but. If you want to, you know, if you, if you want to be that guy, maybe just don't cause negative headlines this late in the season. Just just saying who's the kid from Villanova that everybody loves too. Don't be money Bates. <laughs> God. By the way, 6'9, 220.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not gonna be a first round pick, it doesn't seem like.
3: No, but still. Although he's putting up numbers. <laughs> All right, back to the text line. Again, we keep trying to cheer t- us up, Texas. Stray line. as far as we can, but here we are, 502-414-1450. That is the Thornton's text line. Texas says, How many other kids, how many other listeners with no kids? Have been singing. I just can't wait to be king. Since Monday's show, help me. You're welcome. I thought. It'd be, Can you feel the love tonight? He's holding back. He's hiding <laughs> from what I can't decide. Love Nala. Texas, any word on?
0: Is not Matthew Broderick the voice of the of the of Simba too? Yes, not the singing voice though. Yeah,
3: but still, the fact that Matthew Broderick still blows my. Mind, I don't think I knew that as a kid. It took me. I, I the one that blew my mind was. Uh, Aladdin is Steve from Full House. Huh? Yeah. DJ's boyfriend from Full House is the voice of Aladdin. No. Yes. Did you just find this out now on air? Yes. I'm literally It blew my mind now. like 20 years ago, but it it's blowing your mind now. It's absolutely true. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, the the TBT thing. So they made it official today. Yeah. And this is actually, I think, kind of cool. We knew that Louisville was getting a, a team in the basketball tournament this summer, but the, we're actually going to host, be a, a regional side host nice. at Freedom Hall. So even you, bad likely, even better. Yeah. The, the team name is going to be The Ville. Um, tickets will go on sale on April 1st. You're going to host a couple of games here at Freedom Hall. Um, Mark Lieberman and Jordan Sucher are going to be the, the coaches. Jordan, is he kind of was... David Padgett's right-hand man for a while. He was on the, the staff with Patino back. I would in the take day. him
0: right now and coaching this team. I would too. He's
3: he, he. I think he's coaching at Bowling Green High School. Whatever. I don't care. I don't even remember what you're talking about. And I'm taking him right now to coach this team. The players that we know are going because there's been a lot of rumors that Russ apparently they're, they're having trouble locking Russ down based on his schedule. But we know, um, Luke. We know Luke Hancock's also going to be one of the coaches. I, I don't know if he's going to play. We know Steve is playing. Kyle Couric's playing. Steven Enochs playing. Raheem nice. Buckles is playing. And Dylan Avar are playing, is playing. I'm surprised he's not going
0: <coughs> to get shot and play professionally
3: anymore. He's, really, wherever he's, remember we looked up, he's like dominating overseas. He's been really, really and good. The fact that he could, he could head range just standing outside the three point line, I'm surprised he didn't get more shot. Yeah, he was, he's kind of, I think, underrated. I think underappreciated when he was here. But we'll get to see Peyton a play inside Freedom Hall again, nice. which is cool. I mean, you remember his first season here was the last season in Freedom Hall. Um, I remember watching him play. You know, he was the McDonald's All American. Everybody wanted to get more playing time. So it'll be, and then of course Kyle Kirk playing at Freedom Hall for the first time since the last game at Freedom Hall when he had one of the more memorable individual Dumps. performances in the history of the program. But that's going to be fun this summer. I'm excited to see it happen. I'm excited that we're hosting, and I'm excited that we got a team. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, Texas looking. says we guys love oh God. I mean, I don't even like watching these tournaments. I might actually watch this just to get a good taste of a little winning in my mouth. Yeah, I mean it's it's we we need to see something that we can get excited about. Texas has anyone checked on Jan recently? I'm worried about her. Oh Jan Jan's gone. Uh, I I, J- Jan, I would love—I just love
0: to be, to be positive about this. Jan, the, w- the most positive thing I think you could be—if if I'm Jan right now—I can't find Jan. On I'd be—she's like, she's off social media. I think she's done. I think shes yeah, she's tapped out. I don't. I, in fact, I—I—I—I I, 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 I can't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure she moved to Iowa. The—the the, Jan right now's the only positive message would be it's almost over.
3: There's only a month left. That's, the, just... that's the only
0: positive you can have.
3: I'm worried that I can't find Jan on Twitter.
0: Is <laughs> she really stopped Like, Is she really
3: off on Twitter? Completely? No, there she is. All right. What's her last tweet? Um, well, it's from it's from Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jeff Brom Let's Play Football t-shirt that she got for Christmas. Maybe Jan's just a football fan. Did she ever comment on the basketball team, or was that just football? No, she's all about basketball. She, okay. she That's where she got mad at us for not I being. I not remember. Okay. Yeah, for for not hard being... to remember which season that we were, we were bashing the team. Now, she has responded to some people's tweets in recent weeks. She responded to Steve Rummage um, a couple of weeks ago and said the freshman looked good. So she was excited about that. Fabio... Freshman, oh, okay. Fabio for. She said, I can't wait for you to get here to Karan Davis. <laughs> she... <laughs> stop. <laughs> Come on. She uh, says she hopes that Tyler Harrell comes back. Okay. To coach basketball? So Jan's been been acting. She hasn't been as over-the-top excited as she was. She hasn't been critical of the show recently, but she's still around. I mean, Stuart Smalley can't be
0: freaking positive right now.
3: You're not good enough. Stuart (laughs) smart At this point, Stuart Smalley's put his head into the mirror and slit his throat with a shard of glass. Okay, that was great. (laughs) That's where
0: Stuart
1: Smalley
3: is. At what point does Hurd have to think about his own legacy regarding the KP decision? I I mean,
0: I don't think he's worried about it. I wouldn't be. Because, like you said, I mean, I don't think it was maybe even his first choice, but it was one he kind of had to make. I mean, I think he was the interim AD at that time. He'd
3: had the job, he'd been interim for three months. Like, it was a weird situation. And look, at the time, you can, he gave a solid chunk of his fan base, including the people with the most money, what they wanted. And if you have to, if you have to even, if it's only one year or if it's two,
0: just to quiet down a massive of group of people who have a lot of pull in this university, For sure. in this city, then, I mean, me, you got to do it. Because if you didn't and you hired, you know, Iowa State or uh, someone, just any other coach, I don't care who, and they were doing decent, they were 12 wins with this team right now, which would be a miracle at this point. You're you All, all you would get is, well, KP could be doing this. Exactly. We, we didn't get DJ White. I mean,
3: the, the poor guy would. He, He'd be doing what Chris Mack had to go through a little bit. If we were safely in the NCAA tournament right now, as say like a six or seven seed, you would have people out there it's saying, it. Kenny Payne would have had this team in the top 10. We'd have DJ Wagner locked in for next year. Yep. You'd have AJ Johnson You'd have people making that same argument. At least now, and, and we talked about this 12 months ago when this was being discussed, and I was saying, as many reservations as I have about hiring Kenny Payne, the timing is right if you want to do something like this because you've had the players... Every time there's been an opening, the former players have clamored for one of their own to take over the program. You've got big money people who want this to happen. You've got reservations about hiring another proven coach at a smaller level because Chris Mack flopped. If you just want these people off your back, you give this a shot now. And if it works, great. That's the best possible scenario. We have one of our own leading this program back to, to great heights. If it doesn't, you start over in two or three years and you say, look, now we can go out and get one of these coaches that maybe said, "eh," not with the NCA stuff hanging around right now, and you start over. And that's despite as bad as the season is, short of Kenny walking away himself,
0: that's why I think Josh can't do it because if you do let him go after the season, again, I don't think he would. But if you would, you would have then that, that same people who, of the, that you just described, and we've thought we all know, and he, he would have won twenty five games next year, or or he, he, how could you give him only this one year? He had the cloud above him, right. You give them next year and this team still is winning less than ten games, and honestly, I'm not gonna be surprised if it does, then you have you you have no excuse. You the cloud is gone. There's no, you know, rebuilding. Don't give me that crap. You know, if you if you can't accept it after that point, then there's just no accept you you're just not gonna accept it in general. I mean, the guy could go winless for yeah. a decade straight and you still sit
3: there and tell me everything he poops is sunshine and Sherbert's. If they win seven games next year, recruiting doesn't get any better and you say enough's enough from now until forever you can go to the players that have been clamoring for this forever the big money people who've been clamoring for this forever and you can say we tried we tried to do it your way it didn't work we're not doing it your way ever again and those people can shut up forever
0: and and if i'm josh mike and that's why i'm the ad and i get paid to do what i do and you can go sell a car yeah
3: texas we have a bunch of recruiters right now who aren't recruiting now that's part of the problem too texas where if we are all assuming the kp experiment ends after two years why bother with year two? It seems to me that we are delaying the inevitable and setting ourselves even more behind. I think I just told, I think we just explained that. I think that your literally. explainer was, and also, I know that you don't buy into this. There is a financial component that,
0: that, that absolutely oh, I agree, and I, I understand that. I mean, I, I know, yes, I know I don't give much enough credit to Vince for bouncing the book maybe, but I, I understand, yeah, that you can't just whip out $10 million to, to get rid of a guy after one year. I mean, it's just,
3: it does. It goes from 10 to 8 on April 1st. So if you wanted to, you know, wait a month and him for 8 million, million, I guess you could. But that's still a healthy chunk of change. But
0: you, if you go 10 less, if you have a, a season of less than 10 wins next year again with no cloud and yada yada yada, then it's going to be easier finding an 8 million because I think some of the, you're going to get more people ponying up money as well. For sure. Than you would right now. And the issue
3: is you're also you're costing yourself money cuz the tennis is going to keep staying where it is. Well, oh, yeah, merchandise sales goes
0: down. I mean, everything is it's a it's a trickle down effect, and then just like the,
3: the the government's version, it's not a good one. Texas, honest question: Who is the bad co- uh, the bad coach on the staff? Every staff needs good cops and bad cops. Who's the bad cop on the staff? I think it's Danny Manning.
0: I don't think is he, he was. the one that got warned for stepping off the because he, he got he stepped off the bench during the uh, James Fiasco. He was
3: trying to grab, I think, Pasilly, and he to left. Bring the bench him back, like didn't yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Warned for it. I, I think that is an issue with this staff and with KP in general. He, he was always he was the good cop on Calipari's staff. Cal was the bad cop. Like Pat, Cal's yelling at people. He's going crazy. He's going nuts. He's telling you how terrible you are. And then you go over to Kenny Payne and he calms you down. He's your buddy and he's, you know, he's he's checking back up on you when you go back to the Wildcat yeah. Lodge and making sure you're okay and talking to your parents back home. And he's a nice guy. We know that. We've established that. You can't play that role when you're the man. You can't. You can't you've got to be more. He has to assume the Calipari role now. He's got to be the alpha. He's got to be the guy that's that's, you know, He's worried about you. He wants to make sure you're okay, but he's also the one who's going to push you to get better by being kind of a, a D word. And I think that like all the coaches on the staff kind of have that same mentality. Like Josh Jameson's not yelling at anybody. I don't think Danny Manning kind of had that same mentality as a head coach at Wake Forest. He was criticized for it. Um Nolan Smith, I don't know enough about to to really know. He seems like a He's very quiet. I don't know. He has snapped at Twitter, though. He has. I mean, maybe he's the one. Maybe he's the but he also like his role on the team is kind of the, I identify with the players. Like, I was you yeah. 10 years ago. I'm I'm relatively young. I've been in your shoes. I've played at a big-time program. I know what going through the college process is like in this day and age. He relates to them in a way that Jamison Manning and Payne simply can't. And so that makes it a little bit harder for him to be the, the hard-ass. Like, the hard-ass has to be the head coach. It, it, he has to be the guy that you you respect but you you fear the hell out of. And, and I'm and not and sure that's you, happening. the right head
0: coach, now. I think, can be kind of both. He can be hard and for nice, sure, absolutely. But he has to have. He does have to be hard, though, as well. I don't know if I read this on a tweet or a text. uh yesterday text line, but it made me wonder. And you watch the bench a lot more now, because I'm more watching the floor in the game. I just look. But has Kenny Payne ever picked up a whiteboard?
3: I've seen that too. I maybe I I haven't seen it. There was nothing
0: I loved more when I first when I got my first whiteboard to St. Matthew's I loved it I, I played with that I mean I, I mean then again you know we don't have the technology kids have today so I mean it was that was also an exception but I mean I, I, does he even own one
3: I'm sure we have whiteboards <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm not sure about anything anymore I shouldn't I shouldn't I should, I should never use that word I love the pause that you're like do we even own it do we have one I would hope so I, I would assume we have m- many but I don't Texas Trevor, do you remember Kramer saying "Yo-Yo Ma" in two episodes once when George's girlfriend takes her, her top off in the Hamptons and after he, get, after he gets kicked in the head by Joe Davola? Also Scooney Pen and Trevor used to have sleepovers. <laughs> I wish.
0: I wish on that one. Uh, I do now to, I don't remember the Hampton version as much. I remember the episode. It's a great episode, but uh, it's Frank Edge, but it was uh, the, yeah, him getting kicked by Joe Davola, the crazy, the sad, crazy clown. Uh, that does thing a bell. Texas. Is, I never. T- I didn't know it's a jealous though. I would. I didn't know something. Kramer spits out after getting kicked in the head with or punched in. The, you know. Yo Yo Ma. Yeah.
3: Texas has this. Uh, this U of L Georgia Tech game is going to be something. Two teams that have both given up. Well.
0: I mean, I feel like we're going to lose Georgia Tech.
3: We might just because At we've least are so dead Georgia now. Tech. I mean. I mean, they've they've they're done. But Pastner will still be an animal. He'll still be going nuts on the sidelines. I don't know. Well, I'll watch the other the next couple of weeks go, but I can I can see us losing that game. Texas, I would just like to reiterate how much I'd really dislike Sebastian Telfair. Oh, you and me both, buddy. We're all on the same page there. He ruined this program. Sebastian. Remember the clip of after Indiana beat Michigan to win the Big Ten Championship and Tom Crean? like I, I can't remember the assistant's name. But he gets into, it was one of the guys that was a part of the Kelvin Sampson fiasco at Indiana. He then was an assistant at Michigan. And Crean is supposed to be celebrating. He runs over and he's like, you helped ruin this program. You helped ruin this program. What, was that Fife or something like no, that? No, it wasn't Dane Fife. Okay. It was, it was somebody else. It was Steve something. Uh, that's what I would do if I ever saw Sebastian Telfair in public. And he'd have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, you up you ruin this program. He's like, are you a, a Trailblazers fan? What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I think, I think Telfair A is in prison. Is he still in prison? I know the last time we looked it up, he was definitely in prison. What
0: would you say we do a trip?
3: To visit him in jail? in <laughs>
0: jail. He comes to the... If tell he got a visitor, he just walks to the window. He's looking at you. I don't even know. I'm I just
3: bore him out about college basketball. And you're, and you're just
0: like looking at the phone. you like, grab the phone. He grabs the phone He's like, do I know you? He's like, I know you. You ruin
3: you. You start yelling at him. To the How phone. dare you? <laughs> so How crazy. dare you? Um... He should be
0: getting out of jail soon. <laughs> we got to do this before he goes gets out of jail. It's so much better. be when we meet him when he's
3: walking out? <laughs> Our two Big X radio road trips. One of the Super Bowl, one to go visit Sebastian Telfair in jail. I
0: wonder, I wonder what state he's in. <laughs> hey, maybe because he birds birds one stone, maybe he got sent to Leavenworth in, Leavenworth in Kansas. I would be willing to bet it's in
3: New York. Yeah, probably. But Rikers Island. His little brother played at Idaho State a few years ago. his little brother? Yeah, Ethan. You see him at the end of that documentary. Oh, I forget. Hit a game winning shot, I remember. It was a bad team. Bad team. Um, Did we recruit him? <laughs> Texas says this feels so much like Cragthorpe's first two years when you knew he was coming back and that it would never improve and you would just have to wait for the next hire to clean up a mess. I had the same thought when we were talking about how you you can't keep the same staff. Like this is when when things are going bad, you always know like, like there are a few signs. One is that you start blaming the past regime. There were culture issues. We did that with with Craig Thorpe. It was Petrino left bad culture around. You had kids with bad attitudes. They don't know how to to play nice in this day and age. And then you start shuffling up, up the staff. You know, it's always the the coordinators to blame. It's always the assistants to blame. Like we're kind of we're starting to check all these boxes. And it's rare that you start checking the boxes and things wind up like going great when that's the case. But that's that that's where we are. Right
0: I would now. say. I mean. We're, we're checking boxes that you should be checking, like in year two, and you're close to the end of year two, maybe being early year three. When you've won
3: three games at Louisville in February, that's you're on an accelerated path. Oh yeah, like it's like December was
0: checking the box of blaming culture. January was blaming the because the system shake up. It's like
3: fans fighting, fans being blamed, past coaches being blamed. Yeah. But in fairness, staff I'm,
0: restructuring. One month of this team this season, the way they played, has felt like a year each month.
3: Though. I mean, I, the Lenore Ryan game felt like the entire season. <laughs> I was like, are we doing this?
0: Last night felt like forever. God,
3: it got, last night's game felt like... I kept looking down. I'm like, TV Ted, what are you doing to me, man? Like, <laughs> we, got, we have we have two full segments left. It's 9 o'clock. What, this is the longest game ever played. Just end it. We're down by <laughs> 30. Good God. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have another hour. Speaking of things that seem like they're interminable and they're never going to come to an end, we got another hour left of the show here. We will continue trying to vent, trying to be therapeutic, trying to just get it all out. Um, it's the Mike Rutherford Show here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one, the Big X.
1: responsibility. And I realized that everything I do is affecting the people around me. So I want to take this time out to apologize for things that I've done and things that haven't occurred yet and things that they don't want to take responsibility for. I'm sorry for the times that
3: This is two Acon songs in less than a week on this show. It's just shocking to me. Oh, did Patrick play? Patrick and, played an Akon song. That was one of the ones that was on his uh, top songs when he was born. I remember when I was, uh, when the Akon first hit the,
0: uh, the markets. Uh, he should have played Locked Up for Sebastian the Delphi. The snack song or whatever. Yeah. Say so uh, the oldest to time, I guess. Probably, like when, when did that come out? 15 years ago. So he was, like, 10 or so. The cutest thing, watch him sing that song.
3: <laughs> you up, Sebastian oh. Telfer. Welcome back in five o'clock you hour don't here. The song is right. What? Yeah, okay. I'd never heard of it until today. Welcome back in five o'clock hour here on 1415 one, the Big X, as we continue to react to a thirty four point drubbing at the hands of Pitt. The, the worst part about the timing for this is there's no pivot for us. Like we we can't run from this game. The women's team doesn't play till tomorrow. We're not. Close enough to Super Bowl Sunday to, to get away with devoting like two hours of coverage to this. We're just stuck here with nothing else to talk about besides the fact that we just got an ass whooping of historic proportions to drop us to three and twenty one in the ACC. I also I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, I disagree. What do you want to talk about? There's a big dynamite tonight. Now that's right. Is Orange Cassidy wrestling. Orange Cassidy
0: is not wrestling. Well, I don't care. Is Gangrel uh, wrestling possibly okay we've got uh we've got a six-man tag between the elite and versus top flight and ar fox which thank be god love that a spot fest fun fight fun match uh jamie Hader, who always wears shorts way too small will go against the bunny uh roosh. love roosh. 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 nick versus brian danielson not nick roosh not nick roosh just roosh and then uh oh a good one mjf versus uh uh can't wait which, by the way, his name is spelled T A K E S H I T A. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, not me. If you, if you're wondering, in a promo, yes, it has been made fun of in that
3: version. Maybe I'll get really into wrestling again. Maybe, maybe that'll be my pivot here. Maybe that'll be what I I choose to do instead of being a college basketball guy anymore.
0: I, I really, I couldn't even. I really couldn't turn the UK game on right away. It just depressed me to watch good college basketball. Well, it made me happier at the end of the game. Oh well, yeah, because the end was fun, you know, and. It was. It did amuse me watching like uh, Kentucky fans just explode on Twitter because Cal got a technical or the ref isn't kissing their rear
3: end. Like the, the, they all went crazy over a non walk, which was an absolute non walk. Like it, the, the, the kid from Arkansas took like a normal step, and they're like, ah, and then Cal got teed up right after. They're like you missed the walk. I'm like, he didn't walk. They they chanted, "You suck, rest" for three minutes because they called
0: a, a lane violation on uh, Oscar, who was in the lane three seconds before he released the
3: ball. He always is.
0: It's like. Why are you telling the refs suck? The rest are doing that?
3: Now, I didn't hear any of, of KRC this morning. I, I'm 7 to 9 right really here on 1450 AM, uh, the, the big X, every day.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm assuming their reaction to stuff like this is different than ours because they they still have hope. They, they've been up and down with the dangling hope in front of them, taking it away. It has to be a more angry – like, you and I, we're there are segments of the show where we get angry when we talk about things, just over the overall state. But, like, we hope has been stripped away for a <laughs> no, long I, time I, here. Yeah. So it's a different theme. We're both miserable in our own respects, but I wonder how badly they were taking this game last Because that was, you know, the, the worst thing about being a Kentucky fan right now is you had this run where you're like, okay, we're getting it. We're clicking. We're getting hot at the right time. And then you got your ass handed to you on your home floor by a team that you you felt like you were at least as good as uh, last night. And that kind of 15-point you know, loss is a 15-point loss. That's a, a setback. They're still fighting for their NCAA tournament lives. Um, I wonder what the tone of that show was. It had to have been... Kentucky's got to and right now they're they're like the last four in on the latest bracketology, like sixteen and eight. Yeah, they, I mean, that, not a great resume. Where's this bubble at? It's a historically good bubble. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, who's Kentucky? Who's Kentucky beaten? Bellarmine. <laughs> like they they needed that Kansas win. Yeah, who have they beat? That would it be Tennessee. Tennessee. On the road. I was talking about non-conference, though. I mean, resume wins you don't have. Like, Tennessee's their only quad one win, I think. I mean, they they lost to
0: Gonzaga. They lost to UCLA. Lost to Michigan State. Yeah, they beat Michigan.
3: Michigan sucks.
0: Michigan State's not much better either, but
3: yeah.
0: Um, I mean, they beat Howard, who who we're not even going to beat out in the MIAC. I told you that. They would would
3: drum us. Yeah. They'd kill us. (laughs) So... I'm curious. I
0: want to kind of click on the yeah, me. I can see what teams.
3: We need Kentucky to really tank, just so we can, you know, so we can focus our attention elsewhere. I mean, be I mean, they've got Georgia, Mississippi State. It's and- a down year for the sport. It's a down year for the Bluegrass State. We're both bad. Let's not worry about who's worse. We're both bad. We may m- both miss the NCAA tournament. It's fine. It's just it's everybody's bad. All the teams one through 363 are pretty much the same. Anybody could win on any given night. We just happen to have gotten unlucky 21 times.
0: South Carolina State's three and twenty. By the way, overall. Who cares? I'm just thinking. I'm just saying. I mean, there's a good chance that it's we down could, We could actually
3: not be in last place in the MEAC. Oh, we wouldn't be in last place. I told you I think we'd have a winning record, but we wouldn't win the conference. <laughs> These are the types of things that we have to entertain ourselves with now. Here on February eighth, it does. I wonder if because we mentioned we've lost hope for a long time. We we knew this was going to be a bad season. Like any hope of making the NCAA tournament or even being relevant. Come oh. this time of the year was out the window by, b- before mid-November. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we hadn't even got to celebrate Thanksgiving yet. I so we couldn't even be thankful for a chance to tournament
3: at Thanksgiving. I know we were focused on football, which yeah. was not not great either at that time. So we've known this was coming for a long time. I still wonder because I'm starting now to get the the juices flowing the home stretch of the regular season. Like the old feelings are coming about. This is my favorite time of the year. I love. Getting ready for conference tournaments, the build-up, the bracketology talk, when the Super Bowl ends, people diverting their attention to to, to basketball, to college getting basketball. Rome. It just – it, yeah, I mean, it, it's – I love this. Like, this, this is what I live for as a sports fan. This is my favorite time of the year. And, you know, last year was one thing to know that this was – it was coming and, you know, we weren't going to have a shot to make the NCAA tournament unless we made some crazy run uh, in the ACC tournament. Yeah, but to good. be 3-21 and 21 now and to have this be so depressing, like, I don't know – it's getting too normal for me to go into this stretch of time and not feel like the NCAA tournament is a foregone conclusion. Like It's been too long since we were arguing about what seed we're going to be as opposed to, are we going to get in or is this going to get better? Are we going to get in next year? I mean, 2020 is the last time that we really felt like that. And we ended up having the tournament stripped away. And if we're all just sitting here assuming we're probably not going to be in the NCAA tournament next year... I mean, we're going to go from 2019 to at least 2025 without hearing our names called on Selection Sunday, which is horribly depressing and also kind of mind-blowing at the same time. And, I mean, I I think this is... We've known who we are for a long time. I think it's still going to get hard once we get closer and closer to March because it just feels wrong to not be a part of this and to be so far removed from being a part of it.
0: I mean there'll be a a moment in March where I, I I I... Forget about the fact that our team couldn't win the CBIA or whatever, and probably shouldn't even be in any other tournament. And I'll, I'll enjoy, I'll get into the maybe the you know, the the drama that is
3: Evangel Christian would roast us.
0: <laughs> maybe consider Brandon better to coach his team. <laughs> I mean, by my no, no comment, <laughs> can it get much worse? No comment, no. Uh, I'll still get caught up in the pageantry that is you know, March Madness. For a minute, but there's gonna be moments between games or during a game that's just gonna I'm gonna get a wave of sadness and realize that how much nicer this would be if you know. Yeah. Like you're gonna watch the Super Bowl. There's millions and millions and millions are gonna watch the Super Bowl this Sunday.
3: I'm rooting for the Eagles and and there's we need someone to I need to live by carriers. There's, you there's for a, a difference watching it and enjoying it and then watching it and knowing your team's in it. For sure. I mean and, and that's just you know We that, need a win. This this radio show needs a win. I'm living vicariously I mean, that's the through.
0: only way the the, the the universe can, like, even itself out, right? Well, not for me, but for well, you, for, yes. for me, at least. For the show, maybe, I guess. I mean, the Blue Jays kind of teased me a little bit back last year. The they, Reds are going to lose 100 games again. I mean, we at least at least you at least you knew you were bad. I mean, we were reaching for the stars and won 90 games, barely snuck in, and they got swept by the Mariners. Yeah, it,
3: it's just it, it's bad times all across the board. I, I'm not going to do—a you know, lot of times the, I like are to the kind Pacers of— doing well this year? I don't even know. A lot of times I like to give— Sort of a spiel at the beginning of the show about a game, and then redo it at five o'clock for people who just got in the car. I, I don't want to dive fully back into the whole. The gist of the start was I'm pretty good at making nice. light of bad situations, and like last night, I think was the night that I, I ran out of jokes. I've got I've got no energy left to make fun of our team in in like a sort of a lighthearted way and to try to get this through this thing with jokes. It's it's gotten so bad that it's just. It's I feel like, all just depressed. Like I tried to pick up your slack last night, then a little. You bit. did. I, I I applauded the 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 five minutes the water slack, boy
0: joke, and then it just the just random tweet of is it over yet? I mean, I really wanted I wanted to know is it over?
3: It felt like a lobotomy last night. Like like it, it, it was so such a long game. It was so drawn out, and it was so clear midway through the first half that it was going to be a blowout. I think the only question was, do we get to do the thing again where we got down by thirty? and the other team stops playing and we get it down to 14 and we're like oh they didn't they didn't stop and last night I was like no i was like i was like, i'm drawing a hard line in the sand here if they lose this game by 12 but we all saw how it was playing out i'm not going to come on and be like you get no credit for fighting back and it turned out that wasn't even a wasn't even a concern because we didn't fight back at all and we lost by 34 15th largest victory uh, largest margin of defeat in the history of the program on the same night that we set a new record for the most defeats in a single season, it was an abject embarrassment. There was nothing positive about it. It was a complete, total, colossal failure. I know Pitt's a good team. They're not a great team. They're an 8-9 seed. Things you would tournament. rather
0: do in life than have to sit and watch Louisville play the way they did last night again. I'd rather sit through a 12-hour timeshare marathon and be forced to buy it at the end than watch that watch watch the way they played again last At least if I do that, I know I'm getting
3: ripped off. At least one week of the year, I'm
0: having I'm having fun.
3: The thing is though, like I still care. So it, it's something I that I care about. It's something that I I still I have interest in watching. But my God, it hurts to see them in this state. Like I I just I never thought it would look like this. Like I, I now and I, now
0: I really feel that like Paul Rudd met in Forty Year Virgin when he really wanted that Michael McDonald DVD off.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how I
0: feel. That describes last night.
3: Texture says 502-414-1450. We'll try to get to as many of your texts as we can today. Again, it's a, it's a day to air it out, air your grievances. Let's get through it. Let's move on until the next time we do this, which is probably going to be on Monday. Um <laughs> no, no, Monday we're going to be talking about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Well, true. I don't I don't care you know, that, that's fair. If, if
0: Miami lose if we lose my I'm sorry, excuse me. Not if, if wrong wrong English term, Trevor. When we get destroyed by Miami on Saturday. We can
3: talk about it in the four o'clock hour, four thirty ish. Okay, and I really don't think anyone's going to care. Nobody will. Texas, do you not remember Steve dressing up as Aladdin on an episode of Full House? I remember that being a big deal because he was the voice. If I, I saw it, I didn't put two and two together. I, I was only a kid. think,
0: yeah, I I, I, I cannot picture Steve not wearing his Letterman jacket.
3: Texas, since when does Mike Rutherford use the D word on the radio instead of just saying he types out D I? You
0: know? No, we don't say it. No, you know, I don't think you're allowed. To, not I'm that not. Context, no.
3: I. I did one time. Like, when I was very early on in my radio career, I referred to Johnny Manziel as the D word like five times in a minute. And we went to break, and they were like, you know, you, you can't say that. Yeah, not in that kind. Con- I mean, if you're
0: speaking yeah. of the coach, East Coach Murray State, then yeah. but Yeah, I can't. You can't use that, that can't, con- I, I've never been a fan of the uh, the P version of that word either. Well, you can't say it on the radio. I, I, I had a debate with somebody. Oh, you definitely can't. Yeah, that's what I said. They were like, oh, that's good. I'm like, no. The
3: best on the day that I dumped them, and they were like, oh, you, can, you don't have to dump me for that. You cannot I'm like, say that. No, you could use it in in different con. If you said like p-word footing, you could kind of say that, but it still is. Yeah, I, mean, the, I was just saying, Richard, the day that Jenna cussed on the radio. Yeah, I loved explaining to Mary because I thought we all were kind of on the same boat. Like we learned what words you can and cannot say by watching TV in the '90s. I'm like, oh, you can say damn it, but you can't say gee damn it. Like you can uh, yeah. you can't do that, and so like. We were walking the dog, doing like our, our family walk that day when I came up for ready. And like I'm walking around our neighborhood, like, you know, kids are outside playing and I'm listing all the words that you can't. And Mary's like, Well, is bleep okay? And I'm like, No, 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 no. And she's no. like, Well, is hell okay? I'm like, yes. Yeah. She's like, Well then why isn't bleep okay? I'm like, You I, I thought you just knew this because you watched TV. We were the same age. You grew up. Like, how but, do you but, not know well, this?
0: Well, now I mean you can I mean, I, I you can turn on something after you know, eight o'clock or nine o'clock
3: and hear in the F word. Yeah, well, that's different. At a certain time, you're allowed to say it. We cannot say it on the Well, even the then, I mean, even when we were growing up, you couldn't get that. You couldn't away with that. No, it's changed. But yeah, like, a you lot of We're still playing by the 90s rules. Yeah. If, if it was okay on 8 p.m. 90s sitcom TV, it's okay here. If it wasn't okay, then it's not okay here. Like, I said something yesterday that I don't think you're supposed to say. Like, I, I don't know. The, the, the
0: farthest, like, I will push the envelope is, is saying ass. Oh, I say ass all the time. Now you can't combine you can't take it. ass away from it you me. can't combine it with another word. Well, that's what I did yesterday that's, that's what that's, <laughs> that's where I was like oops, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to say that but uh you yeah I mean that that's that's probably the most i guess risque I'll get with my language on radio at least I tried to
3: Texas says, I never thought that I'd miss Joseph Seema <laughs> nice would Joseph Seema start uh, on this team? I mean I don't care about letting him coach it. Probably.
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not in the it's all about the I guess see people attacking, you know, Enos on Twitter and other global people on Twitter in the defense of this team has just no talent. I I'm, I'm sick of hearing that. I'm too. Is this team again, I, I, it's I like a broken freaking record. Is it the most talented? team? No. But if you can't tell me there is not you don't see talent in these players, then you just then we need to
3: sit down and discuss how you actually watch basketball. We can talk about how how many wins this team with this talent should translate to, we should all be able to agree that it should translate to more than three. Oh, uh, yeah. And not to mention that, you shouldn't have multiple 30-point losses. I like that Keith Wynn tweeted last night. He's Pittsburgh's like, Pittsburgh's not 35 points better than we Of are. course not. No. I mean, Bellman's not one point better than us. No. They shouldn't be. App State, same thing. I liked Keith, our guy Keith Wynn tweeted out last night. He's like, one thing that this season has proven is that no matter how bad a team is, People can still argue over that team. He's like, he's like, I'm honestly impressed. I think KP deserves an award for this. <laughs> I thought there was some sort of cutoff point where it just stopped, like a Mendoza line, where if a, like a Louisville, I would have thought the same thing. If you had told me at any point in history, including like four months ago, that a Louisville basketball team would be three and twenty-one with eight games to go, I would have thought everybody would be universally on the same page. Like this, this is atrocious. This is horrible. This cannot stand. There's zero excuse for this. And no, there are people who are like. This is fine. It's part of the process. This is the players' faults, <laughs> which I I love how like when we play like we did last night, it's all the players' faults. These players suck. Nobody can coach them. But when we almost beat Florida State, and we beat Georgia Tech. It's signs of progress, and it's it's the coaching. They're getting through to them. Like it, it can't be both ways. And also the people who are sitting here, most of the people. I shouldn't paint with this broad of a brush, but most of the people who are sitting here talking about there's no talent on this team. There's you couldn't nobody could win with this team. Somebody told me today no coach in America could win more than 3 games with this team, which I just vehemently disagree with. I would yeah. They're the same people the who were telling us before the season that the roster was fine. That the you know, they're going to play a different style. We don't need these guards. You don't know basketball if you're if you don't see how this can work. And now they're sitting here being like, "Well, nobody could win this team." You cannot have it both ways. I've
0: tr- I've tried to be patient with KP this year. I've tried to defend him slightly in the beginning of the year. I tried to be hold him with kids gloves to a degree and there has been improvement individually in certain players I think trainer I don't know as much trainer maybe is, as much as anything getting minutes is, is improving but you know James has improved I but and I'm, I'm starting to curious now is like do I give credit to KP that or is that just maybe credit to Mike James finally getting healthy when they got towards Achilles it takes like a year and a half to come back from that yeah sometimes two to even 100% I mean, is trainer really has he improved? Trainer or is he just actually giving him minutes, which they didn't do last year at all? I mean, I don't know. How much is the improvement? Even in individuals, can we establish to this this team the, the the quote unquote big
3: man whisperer? The thing about right now is all these questions. We there's no way for any of us to have the answers. If you think that it's all the players' fault and the talent level is just so bad that nobody can coach him up, we're not going to know until next year because if we get an entirely new roster or a mostly different roster with some guys coming back that you would think would improve under quality coaching, some new recruits coming in and we're almost as bad or God forbid, just as bad. Then you've got the answer. If we're great, if we're an overachiever, and we'll make the NCAA tournament. Then you've also got your answer. It was just that we had a bunch of bleep head kids that were bad apples that weren't going to be coached by anybody. And Kenny Payne, he's got the goods and we're going to be fine, but we won't know until next year. And look, Unless something crazy happens, we're going to find. You may say I don't want to find out. I think that we, I, I've seen enough already. I want to move on. He's going to get a second year unless he chooses not to, or unless something crazy happens off the floor. We're going to find out all the answers to all these questions, all these hypotheticals, all this arguing. We'll know in twelve months from now. That's all you can say. Texture says I definitely want Trainer back. I think he's improved. He plays hard. I I would. I want Trainer back. I think you get a good coach in
0: there. I think you you could you could get a nice role player out of him. He's the type of player. The defense has to get better.
3: It does. He's one of the guys who gets just lost defensively for no apparent reason. Well, you know what? You know how you improve that? Coaching. You do. You can talk about like some things that we do, I get it's not like like just giving the ball away, LL throwing the ball, five rows in the stands. Like that's not really a coaching thing. But some things like are bigs not having any idea how to rotate or just leaving their man for no reason to contest a uh, shot that you know the ball is going to pass the ball on. Like, that is coaching. Like, we just have yeah. guys that, especially when they, they're they trying to play different defenses, who just don't know where they're supposed to be. And that's is it on them? Sure. But it's also on the staff, especially this late in the season. I mean, Kenny Payne's talking about El's getting frustrated because we have guys that don't know the plays. It's February 8th! It's are you serious? I
0: mean, just kidding you know the play. That's
3: a red white scrimmage complaint. That's not a February eighth complaint. If you've got guys that don't know the plays, don't play them or don't call the play. Withers dribbling off his foot is not a coaching problem. Withers putting his
0: head down for the next three plays and not and you not doing anything to help improve that—that's coaching. Yes.
3: Withers not having any idea how to defend
0: as that, a fourth year college player, kind of on the coaching stuff. No, you, know, you had everything right there except the word kind of. Yeah,
3: it's on the coaching stuff. Texas, the Dark Cloud. This off season is no doubt going to be opposing staffs telling recruits that they aren't going to get any better at Louisville and they won't be making the tournament.
0: Yeah, you don't think teams are using this against us, junior crazy. Well,
3: why wouldn't you? I would too. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's a very good question. Why wouldn't you?
3: I told you. I mean, that that's the chatter that's out there in the ACC, and I, I don't know if it's a recruiting thing or if coaches are just saying this to spread rumors or if it's just what they genuinely believe, but they are willing to tell people. I think besides Leonard Hamilton, that Louisville. Look, they've got a bunch of coaches who are recruiters and not coaches and absolutely people are going to try to use that against Louisville on the recruiting trail you can go there look what they did with their, their run roster like the, you're not going to the NCAA tournament you're not going to experience March Madness you're not going to improve look at what we've done especially again if you're recruiting in the highest of waters like the Trenton Flowers commitment if it's us versus Alabama if that's what it comes down to NATO's pretty solid pitch I took Brandon Miller he's the best freshman in America and we're number two in the country you want to be Brandon Miller next year? Play for a national title contender, become a All American, be a top ten draft pick, top five draft pick. We can make that happen for you. Go to Louisville. You may win five games. Maybe you'll score a lot. You're not going to get better. It's going to hurt your draft stock. Like that's, it's tough to compete against right now.
0: Well, I mean, the only way we compete in that, in that manner is to start shelling out money, like remind me of Florida. And look, we've had that discussion a lot. Is is Kenny Payne willing to do that? Doesn't sound like. It. I mean you you can't be you can't be anti nil and not be able to coach
3: you you can't beggars can't be choosers at some point you've got to give us something we thought it was going we thought there there might be some slow progress on the in game coaching. We thought you were going to get us players though you you can't be historically bad as a coach on the floor with results in year one and not be giving us anything to latch onto on the recruiting trail if he doesn't if he strikes out again in the transfer portal and we're staring down this then I think it becomes like a let's just get through the season and see what happens. After.
0: Well, well, we will. What names we do get, we'll see. Uh, some people being like, "Well, this you, of course, this guy, you know, at it, 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 uh, South Carolina Upstate, he shot twenty, he shot thirty six percent in the month of uh, February last year from three.
3: It'll be the same thing yeah. as last year. Yeah, the same people now who are telling us nobody thought this team was going to be any good. You were an idiot if you did. They're the same people last year who were like. I mean, Brandon huntley Hatfield's is going to be a lottery pick. We're going to we don't need guards. We're going to be like that's absolutely going to happen. That's a part of being you know a fan for some people, but we need we need guys that everybody can universally agree on are are hoopers are the the, the quality the creme de la creme that's in the transfer portal. We need to get at least a couple of those guys.
0: And you can call me crazy, but I think Brandon huntley hatfield still has a, a ton of physical ability. He does, like, and he does. It's all does. mental with him, and you know how you, you
3: deal with that. You know, you fix that. coaching. Yeah. Texas, on the pod, you talked about the program falling off in the national conscience. Cincinnati is a similar story. Not quite the history, but on top of the world in the 90s and early 2000s, but has never gotten back despite a couple of great years. They were
0: also good in the 60s during that run with uh, Oscar Robinson. I
3: think that we... I I understand the comparison. (laughs) I think that we still have... We have built-in advantages that Cincinnati does not have. One, we're a big city with out of big pro team. Like, yeah. like Cincinnati's always, Cincinnati basketball is always going to be playing second fiddle to the Reds, the Bengals, and now, like, Cincinnati football. Like, it's going to be – you don't have the same money and the same attention that's paid to Cincinnati, to UC basketball, as you do here at Louisville. They do have a passion, though. For sure. It's, it's a passionate fan base, especially when they're yeah, good. I agree. They also – I think they got – they were fine in the Big East. They just couldn't – they never advanced in the NCAA tournament, which is your knock on Mick Cronin, which is understandable. And then they got kind of left behind when – they had to move to the AAC. It was a bad conference. Now we'll see what they do in the, the Big 12. But. they also don't have
0: a, a great coach like Bobby Huggins as well who rebuilt them. And, I mean, the coach of that level is, say what you want about him right now, West West Virginia if you want. But, I mean, he's damn good coach they got west miller now he's I think, forgotten more drunk than kenny payne's known sober yeah i think huggins is about
3: he's about done That's, he is but he's on yeah, the last but i mean we're also sure. talking
0: about a guy's who been coaching
3: for 30 years yeah too. I mean, yeah it's it's about that time yeah i can see the comparison run i can see the comparison i hope that it doesn't happen to us i i, I mean i don't want to be because the cincinnati comparison it hits kind of the same way as the indiana where they, you know they haven't been it's not like houston where you just fell off the face of the earth and you had some seasons where you were just, you, know, you you missed the NCAA tournament for a decade straight. Like Cincinnati and Indiana have been consistently going to tournaments for the most part. They just haven't been, they've been top 20 good at their best. They haven't been in the mix for national titles outside of that 2013 year where Indiana was a one seed and got smoked by Syracuse in the sweet 16. That's my fear. It's, it's like, we, we regress into a occasionally pretty good, but never great program for the next 10 to 15 years. But I do think there are reasons to believe, like, I've always thought that Louisville basketball is too big to fail. Remember, Rick Pitino talked about during the conference realignment? He's like, wherever we go, we're going to be fine. Like, there's too much money, there's too much fanaticism, there's too much support around here for us to, to fall off the face of the earth. If we had to go back to Conference USA, we'd be okay. I've always kind of believed in that. There is a small part of me now that's, that, that's concerned, that can see a world where 10 years from now, we've been to like one Sweet 16. And the good old days, like, you know, the new generation of fans, they're like, I can't believe that once upon a time we were going to back-to-back Final Fours and winning national titles and all this stuff. And that's, it's scary. It's scary right now, for sure. We need to start, we got to start winning soon. Thankfully, in basketball, you can turn things around like we can in football. You should be able to, like, especially at a place like this. Espe- well, not
0: only that, just especially today's climate. Yeah, I'm saying in today's even climate, so, yeah. but
3: at a place like this. We've, we're seeing programs of lesser stature doing it we need to do it. Even Cincinnati, when Huggins
0: rebuilt them, that was a lot. I mean, Nick Van Exel was a JUCO. I mean, they
3: had four JUCO stars in that, in yeah, that final I mean, four, that four was,
0: team. That was a, that was a rebuild, very quick rebuild
3: for, for them. sure. Texas says, "Had four stars for JUCO on I don't remember four that. JUCO stars. I only know because I read the story when you and I were talking about them playing the Fab Five team, and it led me to a story from the Cincinnati Inquirer right. about like how much they had rebuilt their roster. Like they, they, he brought back like three players from the, the team before. It was nuts. Texas says, okay. The guy who said he would shine Mick Cronin's uh, bald head (laughs) says, either way, that's how much I want to be competitive. That's the answer to your last question. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we've established it
0: was
2: the head. Thank you.
3: (laughs) Texas, Mike, I still see some high prices for men's game tickets. Why aren't they just matching what the women's team uh, with affordable seat prices? Priority one is getting some revenue. I can't answer that question. I I don't know. Um, I mean, you can get. Cheap tickets on game day, if you want to, that's that's not hard. But it, like, they're still going to put them out there at face value on Ticketmaster until you know thirty minutes before before tip off. Texture says, "Would Trevor rather have KP or Mick Cronin right now?" You already answered. I'm this? Mick Cronin. Yeah, which is no, I don't. I
0: don't want. I don't. I don't think Mick Cronin's the right answer to bring us back again back to where I think we deserve to be. But God, I just he he's not going to be this no way this
3: bad. Texas this Jeff Fish could have gotten six wins and four butt punts out of this team. First of all, it's Jed. Don't Jed. don't disrespect our guy yeah. like that. And I would
0: take Jed right now coaching his team.
3: <laughs> Maybe Jed's better at coaching basketball than he is football. He can't.
0: He, can't. he, he There's no way Because I mean, you know why I'd, I would take Jeff Fish as head coach more? Why would you take a football guy who doesn't even win that much football, Trevor? Here's why. Because he'd be smart enough to at least get three assistants that probably
3: would make up for the differences he lacks in. Yeah. Texas Valvano said today that people who expect improvements on a game-to-game basis. Don't know what coaching is. Well, I saw Valvano
0: on the on, the, on the, during the game last night, like on, next to Rogers. I mean, he just looked like a dude who just was just sitting through a prostate exam.
3: <laughs> he, looks, I mean, he looked
0: like he just looked
3: so bad. up a bad for him. Yes, it's taking a toll on all of us. Let's take a break <laughs> when we come back. We'll try to get to as many of your texts as we, as we can. It's therapeutic Wednesday. I don't know if we're doing that much therapy today, but we're trying to we're trying to let it all out. Voice your concerns voice your support if you have it uh, You know, voice your optimism we'd love a little bit of a it's been pretty consistently one way here on the text line on today's show we'd love some alternate viewpoints if you got them at 502-414-1450 we'll be right back to wrap up the show here on 1450 and 961 The Big X The Big X
2: I wish it was only 32. When this song came
0: out, I think I was like 6th grade. My, I don't know if you remember the video or not. I don't at all. Uh, the video was just like Brian Adams. This, he's like standing around with the band and they're you know, playing the song. And like this a doggie walking around the whole time. And remember my buddy in 6th grade was like, you know it's a song about a dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and then I was like, every time I hear like listen to this lyrics and think about it coming from a dog. Uh, like, please forgive me. I don't know what I do. Please forgive me. I can't stop. Like, if you think about it from the lyrics A view of a dog, this song really uh, makes From sense.
3: the dog, not about a dog. No, from the dog. What's oh, like the dog's point of view. What song is supposed to be about a dog? Uh, Barry Manilow, Mandy. Mandy, that was on Which I looked it up. Because like, I tried to make that argument to my mom that once. That was from the movie. From yeah. I like, Can't Really Wait. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know it's about his dog. Mom was like, no, it's not. I remember the smell of your skin. And I looked it up, and sure enough, it's not about his dog. No, it's like it's an not. urban legend. I was like, well, they should make me look like an idiot. Next time we go
0: going to listen to the lyrics Abram. and think about this song through the eyes of a dog, it makes so- it actually
3: work. I like that. <laughs> we'll go back in. Final statement here. By the way, Twitter's down. Twitter's not working. If you, it was in <laughs> if you try to tweet, it says you're over your daily limit for tweets. So, but scheduled tweets work. So if you want to tweet, you have to schedule a tweet. It's like tape delay. Is and it really? It's actually fine. I'm kind of I'm enjoying i enjoying it. I
0: want to try to tweet something right try now. Try right now.
3: Apparently, Instagram was down earlier, too. The whole, whole country's falling apart. This is what happens when Louisville basketball is 3-21. You just, nothing's going to work. Uh, we got about, let's see. We got about 15 minutes left in the show. Yeah, you're, what were you trying to tweet
0: out one?
3: Well, I just saw everybody talk about how they couldn't tweet, so I, uh, I tweeted out boner and then put in parentheses scheduled tweet, and it didn't work. <laughs> we have about 15 minutes left. We'll get to as many of your texts. This, this always happens after bad losses. It happens after big wins, too. The text line blows up. You guys have, have thoughts you want to get out there. So 502-414-1450 is the place to make it done. We will uh, try to get to as many of these as we can before the end of the show, but probably not going to get to all of them because that's it's been it's, it's a busy day. You're right, You're wondering uh,
0: the beast Beast Bible two modes. Uh, the poll. poll It's at that right now ninety five percent prostate exam.
3: Somebody voted for Louisville basketball. Five percent voted
0: for Louisville basketball. There you go. I, I've not voted. I, that makes me does believe the, that makes me believe that Jan is still available. I guess on Twitter,
3: Jan's still voting. She's still <laughs> voicing her. Voicing her opinions. I voted prostate. Texas says, "Hold on, can I read this?"
0: Uh oh. No.
3: Next text. Texas says, "I don't even know what this means. What brand of peanut butter are you going with? Also, what are you going with jelly preserves or fruit spread?"
0: Peanut butter. I'm. I'm non crunchy. Uh, I like both. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I prefer smooth. Uh, Jiff. I'm a Jif guy. I'm a Jif guy as well, and I prefer smooth, uh, smooth and creamy. The jelly, I mean, I-, I like almost all jellies. I Grape is probably my favorite. I mean, I, I love strawberry. I'll eat blackberry. Anytime you go to Cracker Barrel and you get all the different flavored jellies, I'm taking them home with me.
3: What's the difference between fruit spread and jelly and jam? Man, no difference between jelly and jam. I don't know. What's the difference? Have you ever heard that joke? What's... <laughs>
0: you can't tell that joke.
3: Can jam that? That's,
0: that that joke led to uh, what's her name leaving home at your mother for a month. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't the but what's fruit spread? Uh, like 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 spread like actual spread or like a spread like a well, buffet. I don't know.
3: The texture's asking, are you jelly preserves or fruit spread? I'm jelly. I'm jelly only because I don't think I've even had any
0: preserves really.
3: I like I, I like them both. Like my. Mary will bring back some some preserves from a farm that her, her family friends in Springfield have. I might That's like really them, good, man, yeah. but I'm still more of a jelly guy. I don't know. I'm sure I've had fruit spread. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't, I don't know the difference. Uh, yeah, I
0: yeah. don't know. Like, here's another question. Okay, why the hell is Nutella like like actually? Is it, uh, I love Nutella. It, I've never had it, but isn't it just what? chocolate spread? It's like yeah, he's not chocolate spread. How the hell is that thing a breakfast thing? I thought we got past that when we got rid of the cookie cereal.
3: Well, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, we treat breakfast differently than most places in the world. Like we, we treat like. We're the only country that eat.
0: I mean, pancakes and waffles. and and hunt for fun and not for food. (laughs) There's a really
3: good bit in the new Neighbor Gassy special where he talks about how much he is getting older and things affect him differently. And he's like, I can't eat pancakes and I love pancakes so much. He's like, but. They never said, he's like, you know, you eat pancakes in the morning. Your stomach hurts. You get lazy. He's like, and I never put two and two together. I'm always like, oh, I just can't get it going today. He's like, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, I think we need new pillows. I'm not sleeping well. I don't know (laughs) if I got enough sleep. And she's like, you ate a whole loaf of bread with syrup spread over it. I think that's probably the bigger issue here. Our breakfast, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I'll eat way too many waffles. Like, love waffles, love pancakes. But like, I'll feel like crap for the next two hours. It's worth it on the weekends. I'll still make that happen. Nutella is great. It's like, have you ever had those little Ferrero Rocher, like chocolate candies that they, they're big on around Christmas time? I think
0: maybe, are they the one, are you talking about the one that come in like red, like hazelnut, yes, red, yes, green? Yes, yeah. exactly. The little spread yeah, that's in we used in to have the books
3: a million, I used to eat them all the time for Yeah, free, so. the little spread that's in those is is Nutella.
0: Oh, okay, well, I guess I have had if Nutella. If you like that, then you like
3: Nutella. Okay.
0: I just never, I've never, yeah, I never actually ate, oh, I guess I have eaten and just not realized it, but also I just never just feel like, how can this be like, a, like I saw a commercial recently for it, and I'm like. This is just like pure chocolate
3: spread. I mean, yeah. Putting, I mean, how's I put it on. T- I'll usually do uh, every now and then. I'll do like toast, and I'll have like one with like actual jelly, and then I'll have like one with Nutella. Sometimes see, it I'm does the, feel like I'm just eating. Yeah, well, I mean, chocolate. I could see putting on like a glazed donut,
0: but like yeah. if I'm putting toast, no, toast is always gonna be jelly for me. Nutella's good. good, or whatever, or yeah, strawberry, whatever
3: kind of jelly. Texas says uh, fruit spread is government jelly. Okay, I've Texas- never had spam either. I've never had spam either. I've never eaten spam. I used to love. Um, oh god! Don't what, get me wrong.
0: I've i I've, I've gone through the poor man's diet growing up. I mean, but I just never eat spam. I used to love deviled ham. Uh, well, no, I was were going to say deviled eggs.
3: Deviled uh, ham, I guess maybe I have one. It looks, like, it smells like cat food, but it was really good. I don't know if I've had that or not. Texture says uh, KP hates PB and J's. Well, I hope not. I love PB and Texas Nutella is from Germany. I've had it since the 80s. My sister was friends with a German exchange student. You could only get it at like Hickory Farms back then. Props to you. Now you find it everywhere. Texas, I freaking love Ferrero Rochers. Yeah, they're they're fantastic.
0: Yeah, those. because yeah, I used to eat those. The little individual ball. Yeah, I used to.
3: Texas deviled ham is spam. Okay, well that makes. It, oh. I, but I haven't had like the brand spam. That's what I think. Okay. I used to have it, like the little tin can. I would take it in for lunch. It smelled horribly. I eat it with Trisket crackers.
0: Isn't that kind of like a lunchable? It was like a poor kid's lunch. Like sure. you ever opened a lunch bowl like the, the ham and turkey they put in there? T- it smells like spam, kind of probably. Yeah,
3: what what I assume spam
0: would taste taste. Yeah, it. exactly.
3: Texas Nutella should be eaten by the spoonful only. Now you put it on. I, I put it on. I mean, if you are just eating, it, why don't
0: you just put like poor chocolate syrup in your
3: mouth? I will make loaded French toast where you'll put put the I'll, I'll put two pieces of bread together with cream cheese in the middle, and then I'll top it with some powdered sugar, Nutella, and fruit. Delicious, incredible breakfast. Very good. Highly recommend. I can't
0: believe I've never... I can't believe the fattest one here is not a big chocolate breakfast guy.
3: Yeah, I I am. I do miss the cookie crunch, though. Texas, who's having a better first year in charge? (laughs) Elon Musk at Twitter or Kenny Payne at Louisville? Well, Twitter's still technically... It's not operating the way it's supposed to half the time, but it's still working. It's in existence. Uh, I'm going to go with... uh, Elon's having a better first year. I mean, both are... Both both, are both
0: have a fan base that's, that can't be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for sure.
3: Neither of them know anything about X's and O's. <laughs> Texas says, you may change my mind on telefront. I may give it a try. You should. It's. it's I'm going to try. I want to try Put on some it waffles, now, put yeah. it on some French toast. It's, it's fantastic.
0: Can I put it on like a, like, I'd want to put it like on a, a biscuit or something, though, or like yeah. a
3: croissant. Yeah. A croissant could work. A croissant is what I'm thinking of. I like a loaded, I, I like a good chocolate croissant
0: like i i last night i was going through my kitchen i had not much to pick from you know it had like a late, late night uh, uh hunger yeah i'm called munchies okay and uh i was like what do i want and i ended up eating two uh cinnamon raisin uh muff uh uh mcmuffins just because i was like it's cinnamon and raisin it's good i don't need to put anything in it
3: <laughs> cinnamon good raisin, raisin? Good. good meat good <laughs> thank you joey <laughs> Texas. Speaking of West Miller, did you see the fight at the end of the Cincinnati Tulane game as well as Miller crying like a spoiled baby to the refs over call? I did. It, it, I didn't see it. Not a great look. Cincinnati team getting in a fight? No. Tulane's pretty good. And yeah, since he's Tulane athletics kind of rolling right now. Yeah, they're and uh, Hunter down there coaching still. Yes, Ron Hunter. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably not gonna be in the NCAA tournament, but they're for Tulane, they're they're good. And they they beat Cincinnati. They beat Memphis in overtime the game before, too. I'd take Ron Hunter right now over KP. Stop doing this. To me. Yeah, me. Like my my answer is yes. Like yes. <laughs> Texas Trevor seems like someone who stuck his. Mm, can't say that. Where would I? Where would
0: I have stuck it at? A jar of jelly. No, no, no. Shot glass and a can of Crisco only for me, baby. Okay.
3: <laughs> Texas B H H walked around the city talking about what he makes uh, when he makes it to the NBA. These dudes are clueless. I, I mean, I can't confirm or deny that, but like, I, I do know that his. Kenny Payne put it out there publicly, said when the reason I got Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, we had our initial conversation. I said, what do you want you, to, to get out of this? He said, I want to be at Louisville for one year, and I want to be a lottery pick. And I said, let's make it happen. N- not happening. I, I, I look, Well, in I, fairness, he is 6'11", 220. He's the perfect frame, yeah. and he has the
0: perfect he has the game he wants to have. I think Brandon Huntley-Hatfield could be an NBA player if coach coached properly. I think it could. I just don't think he want. I think he has. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he has the the the. Maybe He's the gonna have to get more physical. Mental, yeah.
3: Texas French toast is the best. Agreed. I love it with powdered sugar and syrup. Not sure about Nutella. Might make my head explode. Trust me. Just go with that. Put a little I, fruit on there. The fruit makes it. The fruit makes it healthy. I mean, top I like up French strawberries toast. and blueberries. You're good. Are you putting French toast above pancakes or waffles? Yes. I don't know. Maybe
0: it's road tripping. Definitely
3: maybe. above pancakes. Maybe above waffle. I love waffles. I love. Are you waffle or pancakes? Waffle. I'm, I'm with you on that waffle, yeah. um, but I, I love not to be not to be you know cover myself in in hubris here. I love my French toast. I love the way that I make it. I think it's delicious. It's hubris- I put a little
0: that's the Danish spread, right? Put a little
3: coffee creamer in the uh, in the mix. Oh, oh it's delicious! It's great stuff. Texted. I'm glad I could divert the combo. You're welcome. Thank you. I should say. Yeah, we did. That's an angelic guy. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the, that's the question guy. <laughs> Texas on Saturday. What was ESPN thinking? Relegating top 25 Miami versus Clemson on ACC network, while the two worst teams in Louisville and Florida State was on ESPN 2? I don't know, but I'm also. I'm pissed off that our game this Saturday is at 7 o'clock. If we're going to be this oh, bad and we're wow, going to have a game where it feels like we've got no hope to win or be remotely competitive, at least get it over early. Like, yeah. don't take away part of my Saturday night. Like, this is, and it's the next two Saturdays. Both of our, our next two Saturday games are both at 7 o'clock. It's this week against Florida, uh, Miami on the road, and it's next Saturday against Clemson. Just give us the noon tip.
0: I just wish they'd scheduled it on Sunday at 3
3: so I didn't have to watch
0: it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> None in the rest of the country
0: wouldn't see it either.
3: <laughs> Texas says B H H is done. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Kenny Payne said he's he's back on the court. He's doing stuff. Who knows? I mean, I do. I
0: expect him to return next year. I would be shocked. I would be more shocked to be returned than if he didn't.
3: Texas is Vegas hating Louisville as much as fans when trying to handicap betting lines. Well, they've got no idea.
0: Yeah. Who knows?
3: Yeah. They're straying from from Ken Palm like four points one way or the other. They're they're just guessing. Texas. So if we have recruiters and not coaches, how's the recruiting going? Year two won't do it. Yeah. That's. How would you assemble next year's schedule? Would you line up a bunch of 250, 300 Ken Palm chumps, or do you go with a similar schedule? Well, schedules are made, isn't it? No. We
0: don't do basketball as far as like,
3: the. no. We, we could have non conference. The problem is Kenny Payne said he wanted to play all these teams. He just didn't want to do it last year. And now they're going to be like we've got to go play a road game at DePaul at some point. We, that, we have a contract for a home and home. We're supposed to play this year. We got out of it. We asked De, out of it. They said DePaul's yes.
0: Taking the stars that he turned. <laughs> down right
3: now. God. He said he wanted to play Indiana, just not this year. He said he wanted to play Memphis, just not this year. I don't know I, I can't remember. I think we already are like signed up for a, a multi team event. I think we're playing in one of the like the Brooklyn tournament where it's like two games. But then that also will will they'll pick three games for you at home against smaller teams. That's how those multi team events work. <clears throat> so he'll have he'll only have like four or five non conference spots to fill himself because you've got UK locked in, you've got the big the um yeah, next year will be.
0: Because I will, I'll, I'll post in there. I, 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 you know me. I want Indi- I want well, not maybe as much Indiana, but I want Memphis and St. Kentucky on the schedule every year. I don't right now. I don't care. I mean, well, I don't, I don't care who we're pulling the schedule. we to lose them anyway. So I mean, at least, you know, at least when we get Gooby and have the rival still on our schedule.
3: The sch- I think we'll try to schedule somewhat light, but you can only control so much. Like we've got. The ACC Big Ten Challenge is going away, but we've got the ACC Big Twelve Challenge starting next year. Oh, joy! So that'll be a good opponent. I mean, they, the conference yeah, is better. Yeah, exactly. Although we may get left out, <laughs> we, I don't know because they've got eighteen teams. We'll have uh, fifteen. We may they may not include us in that. So that may be an extra oh, game to are going
0: to be so lucky.
3: Yeah, Texas after Pitt knocked down their 11-3, KP calls timeout to go to his own. Yeah, that's on the players. It did take a long time for him to call, but it was like a seventeen to one run. And which one? The first one. Okay, yeah, because there was multiple. And he just wouldn't call timeout. I'm like, what, why? What, 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 what? He's done that all season. I know. yeah Texas, I appreciate where Trevor is now with KP. I remember Post out and Lenore Ryan. He said he was pleased with the performances.
0: I tried to give him a bit, a bit of a doubt. I you had to did. You worked.
3: I mean, I, sa- I said I was I going to be patient. I made
0: February 8th. I mean, and I'm still, like, if I, he can prove me wrong, I wish he would. I, make me look we like, all want to be wrong. Yeah, make me look like a, a complete fat moron. I don't care. I wish you would. I try. I,
3: I do it a lot. I don't mind. If we were to like win the ACC tournament this year, there'd be no part of me that would be like, oh, this sucks. I'm mad. I'm, I'm secretly mad that Kenny Payne is is having something. No. All of us, I can't speak for everybody, I think most of us just want the team to win. We don't care who does it. We don't care how it happens. We just want to start winning. We're upset about the fact that we've won three games and that there are not a whole lot of signs pointing to things getting better in the near future. We're concerned. I would love—I'll like, tell you right now, I don't think things are going to get significantly better next year as of right now. Based on the evidence that we have right now, I'm telling you, I don't think things are going to get significantly better. I want to be wrong. I wanted to be wrong this year. I mean, I was wrong. I, they're worse than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. But, like, I want to be wrong in the, the, the positive way. There's no part of me that wants to, like, thump my chest or I told you so. I t-. No. I, I am a simple man. I want to be happy. I want to make people around me happy. And I want Louisville sports to be good. I'm gonna assume, That's
0: it. I'm gonna assume the answer is basketball because of basketball being bigger than football, but more just frustratingly ashamed to watch eighteen football season or this season of basketball. This season of basketball. And it's because, because basketball's more of a love, I think.
3: And because we knew like Patrina was gone. Like that was you could write off the end of the season by saying He's, well, he wasn't there for the last two games. You're right, you're right, you're right.
0: Because that, we knew, but the coaching
3: staff had quit. We knew. The sad part is, is this one's just as embarrassing, and the coaching staff is actually trying. We knew the program was in a bad state, but we knew they were going in a different direction. Right now, it's the unknowns that are killing us. Like, this is as bad as we've ever seen. It's unexpected. And there's no guarantee that it's going to get significantly better anytime soon. Texas, what's the status of TK's Venmo account? Super People have, ch- have chipped in. I, I, I was... Trevor-Kelsey Dash on yeah, Venmo. I heard some jeans this morning. I was like, what the hell is that? Somebody's somebody owes me money. Texas UK fans at my work keep an updated board of UofL's total wins in the past 365 days and also the days since the last UofL win. Well, they're not they're not exactly sitting on top of the hill these days either. Should we do one of those little things? We're both since bad. Since UofL won, last no. one? We'll do UK. <laughs> We're both bad. We're equally bad. Down year for the sport, down year for the, the state. yeah. yeah. Seriously, I saw KP pick up a whiteboard a couple of times during one game, and I assumed he was writing affirmations on it. What, did he just move it so
0: he could sit down? <sighs> I'm going to start watching the games to see if I actually see him pick one up now.
3: I have not have not noticed. I, I saw the, the same complaint that you saw. I think it was on Twitter. I
0: think it was on, it was, it was on Twitter. I couldn't remember. Because once I saw it, it was like that glass ceiling shattering. I'm like, now have I ever yeah, seen it? Yeah, I, I started
3: thinking about it too. Um. All right. Finally, we can't get to the other text. I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: Let me guess they all say KB sucks. It's something very yeah. similar.
3: Tonight in college hoops, though, uh, a lot of ranked teams playing. Not a lot of ranked teams playing good opponents. I guess the biggest game, the best game, is going to be... Well, Creighton plays at Seton Hall at 6.30, coming up in about half an hour. That should be a decent game. Shout out to the Davis brothers trying to get that Big East title. Um, Oklahoma-Baylor, decent game at 9 o'clock on ESPNU. I tell you what, this is the game that we'll Baby. pick, though. Late night, 10 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Number 25, San Diego State on the road, taking on Utah State. Utah State is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Battle at the top of the Mountain West standings. TK, who you got?
0: I I haven't watched the team play. I know San Diego State just crapped top 25, though, if I remember. Is that number 25? Yeah. Uh, Who's their coach now? Uh, Oh, God. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, It is. I can tell now. It's uh, Brian dutcher where did he
3: come brian be? dutcher he's been there for a while i okay, thought it was some... yeah. did
0: he take over for uh what's uh what yes. when he for some reason i thought it was
3: somebody different yeah i couldn't remember that
0: uh that being said it's a home
3: game i'm gonna go utah state i'm gonna take san diego state i think that i think they got the goods i know utah state's really good at home give me sdsu go aztex utah state's coach is ryan Odom. i'll take him too and he's the guy who just came over from, from uh, baltimore yeah, yeah umbc Knocked off uh, number one, Virginia. All right. Everybody enjoy your Wednesday. uh, Tomorrow we will be off basketball as much as possible. We'll dive into Super Bowl stuff. We'll dive into the women's basketball team getting ready for their Thursday night game. We'll dive into whatever besides what we had to deal with for the last three hours today. I promise you it's going to be a happier show. Enjoy your Wednesday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Go (laughs) Cards.